Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to the podcast. Pixel Perspective Podcast. My name is JJ, and I'm here with my good buddy Adrian. Adrian, what's going on, man? Hey, JJ. Not much, man. Happy to be here, as always. Heck yeah. Uh, you know what? Before we get started, I just want to give another huge, 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 massive, gigantic shout out and thank you to uh, Stefan uh, for hanging out with us last time. Uh, it was freaking awesome having him on, and uh, he, he was just a joy to talk to and, and learn from and just the cool stories that he told um, and the sheer amount of like good he's doing for uh, frankly anybody who's nostalgic about video games in general um, is just is just awesome to me um, so seriously seriously thank you man uh, for real and anybody who hasn't gone back and listened to our last episode um, definitely go check it out because it's it's well worth a listen absolutely my sentiments exactly um so today we're going to be talking, uh, it's a pretty simple episode, we're just going to be talking about games that kind of like, games that brought us out of our comfort zone, games that we wouldn't normally play. Like, for me personally, I love JRPGs and adventures, that kind of thing, so, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about games that, that pulled me out of that, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that I like this so much, and, you know, reasons behind that and whatnot, so, uh, but before we do that, Adrian, what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a few things. Um, surprisingly enough, I beat a game. Not only did what? I beat a game, I beat a game within a few weeks of it being released. So Nice. That's a huge accomplishment for me. Metroid. <laughs> you got it. Metroid <laughs> Dread. Yeah. Um, I've been playing almost primarily that. Um, wow. Actually, and before I get into that, there is a few other things I've been playing, but uh, uh, not as much. So I've been playing Far Cry 6. And uh, enjoying that quite a bit as well. Um, I haven't played a Far Cry since 3. So uh, all the complaints that people have about it being too similar to the older games, sure. I'm okay with them because I skipped several uh, versions up until then. To me, this feels like a very well-done, well-polished version of Fallout. I mean, Far Cry 3. So <clears throat> thoroughly enjoying that. I want to try some of the co-op, though. Uh, my brother has the game, and uh, my brother-in-law also has the game, so we're just looking for an opportunity to jump on and try it. I just feel like that game would lend itself well to co-op experience. I can tell you Five's co-op was not great. Um, oh, really? At least my experience with it, yeah. How so? Uh, it, was, it was mainly, like, yeah, from <clears throat> what I remember, it was only in special modes that you could do it. Like, you couldn't do, like, story mode co-op. Um, oh. It was just, like, like side 
honestly, I think they were player created missions um, that were oh, just like good. like side things and, and and yeah, special like arcade modes and that kind of stuff. Um, it's been a long time, and that was I played it on Xbox with a buddy of mine, and I was just like, because I, I got it on Xbox. You know me, I, I don't typically get games on Xbox unless you know it's exclusive to it, uh, because the controller they have the X button in the wrong place. Okay, it's in the wrong place. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the uh, they they basically um, we we tried doing it, and it just there we couldn't do it story story mode. Um, which is was really frustrating because that was the whole reason I got it on Xbox was to play it yeah. with him. Um, I still you know played through the game, finished it, really enjoyed it and stuff. But had I known that, I definitely would have would have gotten on PlayStation uh, Four. Um, so that's what it is. Well, now that has me curious if it's the same or not. I'll have to look that up. And if anybody knows, please go ahead and comment on this video. Let us know. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, and. Uh, um, I'm, I do want to. The thing is, is the, the missions are fun. I like going in and planning out how I'm going to infiltrate this base or whatever. So Those are the best parts. Yeah, yeah, and I like being silent. Like I'm not typically a huge fan of of um, espionage type games. I say that, but I play a lot of them. Um, but. <laughs> It is kind of fun if it's well done to figure out where you want to go and, and how you want to take the next step. So it would be cool if they had co-op through the story where I could have somebody else come in there with me. And we started opposite yeah. ends of the base or whatever and said, hey, you take out those guys, I take out those guys, and let's go. It, it just – that seemed to me seems like it would be a lot of fun. So um, yeah. I am enjoying that. I am enjoying the goofiness of it. The game is – the world is massive. The map is so big. Uh, probably one of the biggest open worlds that I've I've played. Um, yeah, but other than that, I'm, I've been playing uh, Back for Blood as well. I played that for two nights. Not a whole lot, but um, it's it's Left for Dead. If you like Left for Dead, I, you're gonna like Back for Blood. I read an article this morning. Um, that was basically talking about how apparently since Back for Blood has come out, uh, Left 4 Dead 2 has gone back through the roof as far as its player base. People have been going back to the really? game. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I mean... Not that it's bad or anything, but yeah, they, they I guess they're just like, you know, the original is better. And so, I don't know. I haven't played it myself. So... I, I think it plays exactly the same. Like, I, I really... It's been so Seems long like since it. I played the Left 4 Dead games that this just feels like... It feels like a spiritual successor. It's the same sure. same damn game. Like all the enemies are designed differently and everything. And uh, but I mean, as a co op experience, it's fun and it's very oh, yeah. challenging too. That game is hard. Uh, there's been several missions where we all get wiped out and we have to restart and try again and we all get wiped out and try again. And then when we get through it, it's it's fun. It's just figuring out the best path to take and the roles that each character should be taking to make us get through it. It it really does. Yeah. It really does challenge you, so that's fun. Cool. <clears throat> um, still playing Fortnite quite a bit. I bought the new um, Jill and Chris skins for Fortnite. You know what's funny is I don't play that game that often, but I still I put a lot of money into it for buying the different skins and stuff. <laughs> Not just for me, but for Owen. Uh, you know, if he wants I was a new say, skin, Owen plays it quite a bit though, right? He plays a lot. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know. It, I won't say that I uh, bribe him with skins, but yeah, I bribe him with skins. 
you know, get the dishes done tonight and get your homework done. And if he really wants a character, then then there's an incentive there for him to get it. And then I'll I'll give him the points he needs to buy it. But yeah, still having fun with him. It's if nothing else, it's just the game that he enjoys that I can play with him. Um, but yeah, Metroid Dread. That's the one I've been playing primarily, and uh, I finished that last week, I think. Um. That game was so fun, man. I couldn't stop playing it. It was How one of those... How long did it take you to get through? It took... Well, the game says it took like just under nine hours. Okay. Eight or nine hours, but... That's what I meant. It was just, yeah, like playtime. Playtime, yeah, official playtime. But I died so much in that mm-hmm. game and had to restart checkpoints so often. It's got to be well more than, than that. I was oh, shocked so it, by the it time. it kicks back the time when you die? I don't know if it does or not. I, I'm, mm. I was a little bit surprised by the time. I didn't feel like... I felt like I put more time into it than it says I did. <laughs> Fair so enough. I don't know how to, if I trust it. What I ought to do... Uh, you know how the Switch, whenever you go to a profile, it'll tell you how many hours of a game you played? Yeah. That's what I want to check. Or at the end oh, of the yeah. year, when they give you your rundown of how many hours your most played yeah. game. I'm curious to see what it says versus what the game says. But uh, <clears throat> mm. sorry, need some water. Um, there's a lot to say about that game. Um, I'll start by saying I don't think it's a game that you would enjoy, JJ. It doesn't seem like I've already come to that conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Emmys um, don't seem like a thing that you would like, <laughs> yeah. and this is only based upon what I know about you with things that chase you. I'll get into that in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) The, the Emmys are the, they're robots that basically kill you as soon as they touch you. You have an option to counter or avoid their attack, but it's through a quick time event and you have to be so precise with when you press the button that I only out of all the times I got caught, I probably got it maybe 20% of the time. It is very, wow. very rare. It's, it's just like if you get caught, just you're going to die. That's just how it is. So the way it works, though, is there's only for there's the map is set up with, with several different smaller maps. And right. each map is separated by some sort of like a train or a teleporter, or, you know, an elevator, whatever the case may be. And you just go back and forth through these different areas. And then as you unlock new abilities, you unlock new areas, just like Metroid games have always been. Um, This one adds in sections into each map where there's an Emmy. And your usual goal is to get from one end of this Emmy patrolled area to the other end without getting caught. And you unlock more weapons and then... Your eventual goal is to be able to get in, fight a boss in the Emmy zone, get the weapon from that boss that can kill the Emmy, and then go and kill the Emmy with that weapon. But the killing the Emmy with that weapon isn't as straightforward as shoot it and it's dead. Right. You've got to weaken it first, and then you've got to kill it after that with a with a kill shot or whatever and it all takes charging and everything else you have to have a very clear line of sight before you even start attacking the enemy otherwise you're gonna have to run away from it again it's it sounds it sounds worse than it is um it is frustrating but i don't think it's as frustrating as the boss fights 
<clears throat> um, at least with Emmy zones, you know where they start and you know where they are. You can find the end point pretty easily. And if you die, they reload you at the start of the Emmy zone. So you can go right back into it again. So it's not a huge setback if you die. Other than the load times. Load times are kind of kind of ridiculous on there. So uh, that's the only thing that annoyed me about dying. Um, but yeah, it's satisfying when you kill an Emmy. And every time you kill an Emmy... It, you get a new ability. Um, the abilities that you unlock are a lot of fun to use. They they bring back a lot of the old ones along with some new ones. Um, the maps are put together in a way that feels intentional. I never felt like I was lost. Um, there was a couple times where I, I needed to try to look at the map and the maps are the maps because there's so many small little maps connected. It's not quite as easy to go in and figure out where you are and where you need to be and how to get there, but they do a good job of blocking off doors. So that way there's only one path that you can take. And sometimes there might be two or three paths that you can take, but then you just look at the map and figure it out. Oh, this is where I need to go. Right. It seems to me that a lot of thought was put into the level design, making it, a fun adventure to to go through um and yeah it's it was just it was it was crazy to me that i didn't i wasn't pulling up my map constantly like i thought i would be and that i think speaks to pretty decent level design yeah um the frustrating part the boss fights like i said oh my gosh the boss fights in this game are excruciatingly difficult sometimes especially the final boss um each one of them has a set of attacks that are well telegraphed or telegraphed very short spans. So you have to be quick to, to react to it. And even the mini bosses are the same way. And uh, so the problem is you get in and you fight this boss, you die. You learn a little bit about it and learn how to uh, dodge or block or parry or whatever the attack that's coming. And then you go in. And you do it again, do it again, do it again, until you learn the boss patterns. And then, once you learn them, I almost felt like I could go in and beat that boss and only get a hit a couple times. Because I've, I've got it so well memorized. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's it, that was sap- satisfying to me. It was a lot of fun doing that. Um, then, the other thing that kind of sucks, and I, I know you played Samus Returns, right? On 3DS? Or did you? Oh, you didn't? Okay. I played the original. Okay, so not... <laughs> Samus Returns... The, my biggest complaint about Samus Returns when that game came out was I felt like I was having to push too many buttons at the same time. Sure. And uh, like you would have to hold one button and shoot a button to shoot a missile, and then you would have to hold another button. And on the 3DS, it didn't feel comfortable, and it just yeah. wasn't great. I can imagine. Um, it's the same thing here on, on this one. Uh, there's a lot of holding buttons to push other buttons. And, um, Mm. I never felt like I was, uh, confused as to what to do. Um, but it did feel like I was given way too many abilities. I would have liked to seen some of those narrowed down a little bit, simplified a little. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, especially towards the end of the game, it's like as you're, the pacing is pretty good. And then at the end, it's like. Whoop, new ability, whoop, new ability, whoop, new Just constantly, all the way up until the final boss. It's like, man, I didn't even really got a chance to use this ability yet. Yeah. Like, when you get the screw attack, the screw attack is one of the last ones you get. And uh, it's like, well, now I can go to all these areas that I couldn't go to before. 
So I guess I could either go and re-explore the whole map again or just go to the final boss and beat the boss and, you know, finish the game. I opted to go finish the game. So sure. uh, the final boss, though, man, you have to hear three phases and each phase is equally as hard as the previous phase. Um, but Checkpoints? Uh, there was a checkpoint right before you fight him. Uh, but I mean, like, in between each phase? No, no, not between the phases. Oh. Yeah, you have to start all over again. So, excuse me, my mouth is super dry tonight. <laughs> I have to keep drinking. Um, when I started that game, it was at night, and I'd gotten to the boss finally, and I must have tried to beat him, like, a dozen times. Finally got frustrated, and I was getting a little bit closer every time. I got so frustrated, I was like, you know what? I need to just go to bed and try this again. Got up the next day, turned it on, didn't beat him the first time. The first time was just like me getting reacquainted with the controls because they're so damn complicated. And then the second try, I beat him easily. I still had almost all my health left. And like, it's just, I had all those patterns memorized. And I guess just the sleep helped me to be a little bit more responsive with my reactions. Amazing that Um, I can do that. Yeah, it's crazy. And so I ended up beating the game, and man, it was it was so satisfying. Like the cutscenes in that game, there's a lot of them, but they are, some of them are so damn cool. They make Samus look like a real badass whenever uh, she's she's fighting these guys, and then after you beat them, and she's got you she's mean doing Metroid, flips around right? them. Metroid, yeah, Metroid. <laughs> That's his name. Actually, actually, <laughs> no, I won't get into that. Spoiler, spoiler territory. Um, Yes, I am. Spoilers if you don't want to know. No. Metro- Samus is a Metroid, officially, because she has Metroid DNA, and now she's officially oh. a Metroid. Oh, my. Yeah. Does anybody, was the Metroid story ever really that deep? No. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, no. Yeah. I'm not trying to discount it. If you love the, the story, that's great. It's awesome. I'm just, I have not heard very many people like gush about the lore of metroid no me neither i do enjoy actually i heard uh, prime is is actually pretty good when it comes to the story prime the prime trilogy yeah i haven't played any i've heard i've heard the prime trilogy is actually really good on it but the the regular side scrolling is as far as i'm i have seen uh is more about the gameplay and it should be i don't really care about a storyline in those games it's it's really about the gameplay and exploration uh, but that is the first Metroid game I've ever beaten. Fun fact. Really? You never even beat Super Metroid? Nope, never beat it. Yeah. I beat a Metroid game before you? You did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've played Man. all of the 2D Metroids, and this is the first one I've actually stuck through to the end. Wow. I would like to go back and play Super Metroid, though, for sure. Super Metroid yeah. is worth a playthrough all, all the way through. Uh, honestly, it's it's pretty damn fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it would honestly fit in well with what we're talking about today for me. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I'll also say that I uh, am motivated to go back and play through them. Like, I kind of want to go back to Samus Returns and finish that. Then I want to go play Fusion because this is kind of a direct sequel to Fusion. Um, and it feels like it too, from what I remember from Fusion. I, I got. See, the thing is with all these Metro games is I get about halfway through them, but I don't actually finish them. Sure. So I felt the need to stick this one out. I just thought this one was really well done. And I've heard other people say that they don't really particularly care for the, the new Metroid. Uh, it doesn't, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a lot of people, but uh, what I'm seeing online, 
And, and there's valid complaints there. I mean, if you don't like the Emmy, if that's a, uh, something that frustrates you, yeah. yeah, then you're probably not going to like this game because it's, it's, a big, it's a big piece of this game. Yeah. Um, but once you understand how to avoid the Emmy, it's really not that bad. I mean, you'll still get caught, but being able to start over right at the beginning and these areas are you don't go through them it's not that long that you go through them it's like getting from point a to point b while avoiding the enemy it's just how fast can you run how fast can you dodge how fast can you slide under stuff or jump over stuff that's all it really is and it's not it's not that bad not for you though not for you i know how you are and i know that you don't (laughs) like that stuff i really don't think you would like it so (laughs) what about you anything else what you been playing uh, well, on that note, as far as being chased, uh, what you were alluding to, uh, I played and beat Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Um, the remake. Yes, the remake. And I did both both stories. Uh, so I did uh, Claire A and Leon B. Um, that is incredible to me. As much as I love those games and love that game specifically, I've only played through Claire's scenario. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I really, really just loved the hell out of it. I loved the exploration. I loved getting to figure out the puzzles and learn the, the history of what happened uh, regarding the police station and, and um, Raccoon City itself, uh, Umbrella. Um, it was really, really fascinating. That being said, <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked to have been able to take my time and learn and appreciate more but those segments with stupid the Mr. X guy, uh, yeah. X gave it to me. Uh, X gave it to me <laughs> quite a few times. Um, and it was just really, really frustrating. And I was just like, oh, dude, just let me. I just want to play the damn game. Yeah. I don't want to be chased. <laughs> this is like, it's not even scary. It's just annoying. Like the first time yeah. when he first popped out, I was like, oh, God, what is happening? You know, and it, it was it was actually, you know, legitimately like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But then eventually it just became like, oh, God, again, you know, come on. Yeah. And like, that's not how a horror game should be. A horror game shouldn't make you just roll your eyes and be like, oh, God, here we go. Jeez. You know, it yeah. should make you, like, be jumpy, be frightened, that kind of thing. Which I don't want to, you know, I'm not. Again, this is another one that would fit in well t- today because I'm not super into horror games typically. Uh, especially <laughs> not playing them on my own, which I did. Um, so I, I. It's like. I, it's, it reminds me of Dark Souls. Like when you get invaded in Dark Souls. With yeah, the Mr. X. Eyes. Yes. Where you're, you're just, just like, trying oh, to... God dang it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully, Mr. X, honestly, was less frustrating than Dark Souls, though. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I could, you know, shoot him a couple of times, and he'd go down, and then I'd be able to just run away and, and find a safe room or something like that. And He's a computer and not a and... player-controlled. Right. Makes it easier. Um, but overall, I really, really enjoyed it, um, and I, I, I thought it was great. And that's you know that's why I played through both because uh, I wanted the full picture. The story doesn't really make sense because they say like, oh, you gotta you know see what the other character is doing while the first character is going on. But if you really, really think about it, it doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> based on what happens. Um, but it was still really fun to play and, and, and neat. So um, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that. Uh, I also played. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV still, um, just a whole bunch of that because the new expansion's coming, and I have been 
I have been in a free company in that game, a guild basically, for the past year, and still am just a massive solo player. I pretty much do everything solo. I got into my first guild group like event they were doing, because they do a lot of stuff. Um, and I got along with everybody. It was really cool. And like I made a whole bunch of new friends that I was playing with for a long time, but never really like, got to know. And that was kind of neat just to, just to get on there. So um, really, really enjoyed that. Uh, so first class uh, free company on Leviathan server. Uh, you guys are legit. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, they they liked when I did the Stewie voice on the microphone. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Uh, yeah, they all cracking up when I was doing that. So uh, it's, a, it's a good icebreaker, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, the one of the first when I first did that, one of the guys goes, "Oh, somebody's got a soundboard." <laughs> and then I started calling his character out by name, and he was like, "Wait, what?" That's <laughs> pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, I, I I love that game so much, and I still you know go back to it and, and play every now and then. But what I've been playing the most lately, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. Wow. Um, really? I'm not gonna go like hardcore and into in depth about what I think right now because I am going to do a full review for the channel. Uh, uh-huh. But to see, I'm so glad I played through the series from the beginning. Like, I, 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 a little part of me is a little sad that I couldn't get to this in time, like when it first came out, because I would have loved to have played along with everybody else when it was first coming out. And this, I guarantee, would have been my game of the year that year. Um, but getting to see, like, how far the series progressed from the beginning to where it is now with this game and what they've done is like. What they've done with Dragon Quest is what, God, I wish they would have done with Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, they really, really, like, nailed the new game with that old school feel still. Um, and it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. I love the cast. I love the, the music, the world, the story. Um, it's honestly, like, as far as the graphics go, like, the story's, like super basic. It's nothing we haven't seen before, but it's very reminiscent of, like, Super Nintendo-era RPGs, uh, which, you know, is my bread and butter. Um, mm-hmm. But then you put on the new, the updated graphics and the, the the new artwork and everything like that and the gameplay, and it's just, it is just such a wonderful experience. Um, so, yeah, look for my review. I mean, obviously, I'm going to just be gushing about it the whole time, but I do have a lot to say on it. Um, and it's, it's, I'm still not finished. I'm still working my way through. I'm very close. I'm at like I'm in between 50 and 60 hours right now. Um, wow! And I'm I'm kind of tempted to go for the platinum on it because I'm enjoying it so much, which yeah. I've heard takes like twice that. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see once I get done. Like how how much I have left to do because I've been trying to do all the side stuff and everything as I'm as I'm going through it. And I'm just I'm just really enjoying that game. If you've never played a Dragon Quest game before, this is a perfect. Uh, want to jump in and, and get started on it's so good it's so good so i i have a couple questions with you for you about that game because mm-hmm. i i played i played up until you get to the port city um and you're having to avoid getting captured by guards um if that rings a bell at all i don't remember the uh, name yeah. of the city and uh gondolia i think is what you're talking about th- that sounds gondolia. right yeah one yeah, 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 and you get on the little boat and um, navigate through the city through the on the yep. boat. Um, that game is hard. First of all, I had a challenging time on some of the bosses in that game. 
Um, I don't know if I'm just under leveled or I thought it was I, th- I thought it was like ridiculously easy. See, really? I, that honestly though, like I am not like you could be 100 percent right. I have because I've played the series from the beginning. I've become accustomed to these games are so grind heavy. So anytime I get yeah. to a new area, I immediately start grinding for levels and money. Yeah, so I don't. that's probably why it's a lot easier for me to get through. Um, I, yeah, I don't know I, that you have to do that necessarily in this game, but it obviously helps. Yeah. So. Well, there's another part. I don't know if it's that part. That's the part I remember the most, but there's also a part where you're... Oh, no, I think... It, when you're doing the the um, competition, when you're battling against other people uh, in, the, in the, like, the Colosseum type setting... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that before or after that part? Do you remember? Uh, I think it's... Oof, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember um, either. I remember I having a hard time after, with that. But I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, but I know both well, parts that you're talking about. Both of those parts have given me a hard time, and that's why I'm, they, I remember them. Uh, but I, I remember getting just stuck on a boss, and uh, kind of I gave up after that. And I would love to go back to it, and I will go back to it. I just haven't really been motivated to. Um, I don't know why the game is not pulling me in like it is for other people. Uh, the, I would just, say honestly, the first like few hours of it, I even like was talking to friends of mine who were swearing by the game and everything. Um, the first few hours that I played, I was just kind of like, it's pretty generic. Like it's it's typical yes. Dragon Quest. There's nothing yes. like out of the ordinary. It's it's fine. Um, I don't hate it. It's it's fine. And then the story started picking up, and you start getting to know the cast of characters and everything, and you find out what happened in the past. Uh, there's a big dramatic like event that happens uh, about maybe three-fifths of the way through the game, um, that is just kind of like, uh, and I I want to see that. Um, I want to see that. And uh, it's like there's, it has a lot to offer, um, especially if you played a special edition because there are a lot of additional scenes and stuff in there too. Um, I love the 2D sections. Those are so neat. Um, I I am, I absolutely adore the game uh, so far. It is, it is spectacular. Well, that's good to know because just what you said, I'm feeling like the storyline isn't really the driving force for me. It's not yeah. doing much for me. But if it gets good, then Ver- Dragon Quest games in general have never had like super deep storylines, right? But they've had likable ones, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I would say probably the two best prior to this one were five and eight. Um, eight, just because it's such a great game 8 is honestly like a ps2 version of this like where you are have just a great story great cast of characters and they really really added a lot of meat to the game itself as far as the Mm -hmm. gameplay the world um and just the visuals are are stunning in that as well um and 5 probably has one of the after before playing 11 i would have told you 5 had the best story in the series do you know anything about the story in 5 uh from the movie (laughs) does that count yeah you're you're not the hero you're not like the legendary hero. Uh, okay. You are actually like tasked with finding him. So you like for the first little bit of the game, your father's like, oh, I've been searching for the hero uh, my entire life. And I have his sword and shield to give to him and blah, 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 whatever and stuff. And then your father dies and you assume you are eventually going to take up the mantle and become the hero. And you're like, my father knew that or didn't know, but I was there all along and stuff. And you finally get to that point where you grab the sword and shield uh, after your father's long gone and nothing happens. And you're like, oh, crap. 
I guess I have to go find the hero now. <laughs> and so you're actually twist. like, you're actually like going through the game. And this all happens like super early on that you find all this out. So you're actually going through the game um, as somebody who is trying to find a legendary hero. And you become like a group that is, that is trying to help the world, you know, overcome darkness by, by finding this, this, uh, this figure. Something yeah, really like cool. that seems way ahead of its time for when oh, that game came out. Yeah, five is five is is a great great game. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, there's monster taming in there as well, so you can have them join your oh, party nice. and nice. you know, obviously other party members. You also get to choose a bride uh, that you have kids with eventually, um, and like they all become party members. And like it's it's yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. <laughs> I want to play the 3DS that. version. Is really good. It. If you can get your hands on it, the 3DS versions of Dragon Quest games are astronomically expensive now. Uh, yeah. they've all shot up like crazy. Um, I've got all the DS and 3DS games, and um, oh, good. I've only briefly played them. I need to commit to one of them. Five is is yeah is one of the best stories. Before playing eleven, I would have told you five was the best story in the in the yeah. series by far. Um, but eleven is just it's just so good, and the cast is is just so great. Um, I'm a sucker for diversity when it comes to a cast of characters in RPGs, and and yeah. this one has a wonderful wonderful cast of characters. It is pretty so, diverse. I'm not a huge fan of the characters though. Uh, the little girl, <laughs> she's annoying. Uh, I don't remember her name. And then the uh, the jester guy, he's he's also annoying. The little girl is uh, Veronica, and then Veronica, her sister is yes. Serena. Uh, Roland, yeah. uh, is it Rolando? That sounds right. Or similar, something like that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. some, something along those lines. Um, it is like I was not a fan of his at first. But when you get to that crazy twist I was talking about, and then there's like something that happens with him after that that is in the special edition and not in the other one, um, my appreciation for him went through the I've roof. I've heard that. And You're I, not the first person to say that. He That's, is. He is great. Uh, now I need to. I want to play it. <laughs> um, you know what? It's killing me right now. Hold on. Silvando. That's his name. Yeah, Silvando. Yeah. Um, so did you did you get Jade and Rab, the old man and the uh, the martial artist girl? Because uh, that's right after. I think so. That is after the tournament that you do. Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. Did it? Did you find out who they were though? No. Okay, because that's when that's and you're close because it's not long after you get them that you find out who they actually are. And that's okay. when it starts to kick in a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. It's Yeah, yeah. okay, so I quit it's right really before cool. it starts to get good, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, it's it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. There's jump there, back yeah, into there's, it. Yeah, man, I, I've not been like this excited about a Dragon Quest story uh, since, well, five or eight, quite frankly. Yeah. All the other ones were fun. Um, but, but yeah, this is, this is easily, I, I really, really, this is my favorite one in the series, hands down. And it's spectacular. I remember when, uh, when, uh, Lewis Platinum Bro was on the show, he was telling me I need to try it out yeah. and he was not kidding. Um, he was gushing over that game for fantastic. sure. Yep. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then on top of that, I also finished my list of 20 games for, uh, that I'm going to beat for, uh, 2022. Oh, yes. So I will be doing a video on that pretty soon. Um, that took took some time to put that. Like I kept going back to it for like at least two months, uh, erasing stuff and putting new stuff on there. And because I had so many that I wanted to play, 
I'm just like, crap. Um, are you going to share thought, that list at the beginning of the year, or probably be at the beginning of the year, either the beginning of the year or the very end of December? Yeah, um, we'll see. Just <clears> because uh, there's something associated with it that I want to start at the beginning of the year. Okay. <coughs> uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah, you so. ought to. You ought to. Like encourage your uh, subscribers to maybe participate as well with uh, uh, that may or may not have something to do with it oh uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> possibly we shall see mm, hint hint uh, whoops no it's all good um, <laughs> I don't know that anybody would be able to guess it so uh, maybe yeah. who cares even if they do uh, but Cool it would be such a fun thing. I mean, that is. If I it think, works out, it's. It's. Uh, I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be really, really cool. If it doesn't, I'm still gonna do it myself. So yeah, you know, whatever. I'm not really worried about it. But um, I would love for it to work out the way that it. You know, I'm picturing it in my head. So. Well, your 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 twenty list idea, our twenty game list idea, has been influential to some people. You know that I've seen. Uh, I'm surprised at how many people like actually get into that, like yeah. and like, message me and and that kind of stuff about. I'm like, <clears throat> okay, all right. Well, um, you know, and I think I've already told you this. My buddy uh, Billy, who we play Dark Souls with occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, he started a list too, not oh, too yeah. long ago, of Super yep. Nintendo games. Inspired by your list, I thought that was pretty cool. You're getting a status update on that? How he's doing? Um, I did not. I saw him. We I went to my 20 year high school reunion a couple a uh, couple weeks ago. Um, I graduated with his wife, and he was there with her. Uh, he was a couple days ahead of me. I did, yeah. So did I. Yeah, mine yeah. was a few weeks ago as well. Did you go? Uh, I did not. No. Oh. I went. I had a good time. It was it was fun connecting with people I didn't really connect with in high school. Sure. Uh, yeah, everybody changes, but it all seems the same. It's a little bit weird getting there. I felt um, uh, deja vu when we were all in the auditorium. <laughs> I'm looking over across the room. I was like, I remember all of these people. It's, it just felt like I went 20 years in the past. It was it was odd. Wow. Um, but anyway, when he was there, he was he was like he's like three years older than me, two or three years older than me. Um, I was talking to him about Metroid and some other stuff, but we never got into the list. I also yeah. found out that he lives in an area that doesn't get good internet, and this is why he can't play games with us anymore. Yeah. It's sad. It was unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Would have been nice to have him for uh, Dark Souls 3. Absolutely, it would have. I told him to. We missed you on the game, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so other than that, and I, I, there's the only games that were locked in for the, the list of 20 was the one that I, the one that I had been, you know, planning that I'm going to, is going to have the, the extra stuff, uh, that I have already told you about. Um, yeah. and then there are two games that I let, uh, Lamont who I've, you know, has sent me way oh, too much yes. stuff. I let him we pick two games. We forgot to mention, we played Diablo two a little bit with Lamont. We did. Yep. And he blazed past us, uh, like crazy. <laughs> Um, and he is like so far ahead at this point. Um, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say to Lamont, Lamont, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm going to be playing any more Diablo two though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could not get into that game, man. I thought I, think, I was going to play it way more than I did. And then I just was like, I, it's okay. I guess I just don't have the drive. No, I was so I don't excited either. for it too. It just made me, uh, it's so disappointing. Well, the it thing was that. for me is I joined in 
after you two had already been playing. And yeah. so you guys were trying to run me through the game. And I don't recommend playing a game like that. No. <laughs> it was not fun to me. No, I don't all. blame you. I was I was thinking we could get to the nightmare difficulty mode and then we'd just be on the same playing field and just start the game from there. And that would have been way. ideal. So. Yeah, I, you did say that. It was just like I, I still was trying to learn how to play the damn game and understand yeah. what to do. But all I was doing was playing follow the leader. And anytime I got right. new loot, I wanted to try it on. And then it's like, well, I don't have time to because it's time to move on to the next task. Yeah. And well, uh, if you ever do I try get, to get the itch to, to try it out again and you want to start over, I, let me know. I'll start I, a character. It, it's mind. always possible. I mean, I feel like I wasted 40 bucks on a game that I'm not going to play anymore. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, it, it is. I did get on there and try to play it by myself, but the problem is now I'm in an area where I am underleveled for what I was doing because you guys were carrying me through, and I could go back and do quests again in right. the previous areas, but I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, it's one of those games where you have to replay areas, and that really doesn't appeal to me uh, much. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Well. Want to get into it? I guess I guess we should, shouldn't we? It's, we're like forty minutes in, and we haven't even started <laughs> our topic. <laughs> um, so, games that are outside of your comfort level. Um, the way I kind of looked at this was like games that, and the reason I that it even like hit me to to do an episode on this was because it, I, there's been a handful that I have recently played within the last couple of years that I typically wouldn't. Um, get into. So I, I was like, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised with, with the games that I've gone into and completed, uh, quite frankly. Um, perfect example, Resident Evil. I have already played 0, 1, and 2 uh, this past year. Um, and I had never played any of them before, never really even had any interest. I had played a little bit of one of them way back in the day, and I was expecting running around killing zombies and just being this action game. And it was not, and I was really disappointed and I just stopped and I was done. Um, now that I got to take my time and play through zero one and two, especially two, uh, it was excellent and I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I, it's kind of like helped me with patience a little bit and, and oh, yeah. convinced me to, to like, Hey, take a, take a step back and, and, uh, actually, take the game for what it is rather than yeah. like, don't go in with, with expectations and that kind of thing. Um, cause you, you know, you're, you're, there's a better chance of you being disappointed if that's the case. Uh, and right. Resident Evil is one of those things where it's hard not to go in with expectations because it's hyped up so much, especially at this stage in the game where, mm-hmm. you know, it's 2021 and I'm like, Hey guys, I'm going to try Resident Evil two. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Well, Resident Evil two remake. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. The remake, I think you got to be specific because the remake, while it is the same game, is completely different from Resident yeah. Evil 2. I have no interest in going back playing the original on PS1. Yeah. yeah. I went mm-hmm. back to play Resident Evil 3 on the PS1. That is the game I've never, the only one in the series I haven't finished. Um, I besides you said, 6. Did you beat 0? Oh, yeah, no, 0 2. You're right. Okay, Man. so out of all the games in the series, there's only three games I haven't <laughs> finished. Resident Evil 3, the original, is one of those. And I booted it up on my um, emulation machine to play it on the Dreamcast version. I was really into that. Um, I need to go back and start playing it some more. But this was only a couple weeks ago when I started playing it. And that is a solid, solid game. I would recommend if you ever get the inkling to want to go back and try them, just 
give it a shot and see what you think. They're so yeah. iconic. Fair enough. Um, I don't own them or anything, so I, I would have to procure them somehow. So I can help you. I don't know. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really, really like have been like kicking myself for not at least diving into the remakes, you know, years prior, um, mm-hmm. two obviously just came out, but like zero and one have been out for a few years now. Yeah. So, yeah. um, 20 years I could have easily been, been trying those out and I, I just didn't. So I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm finally into it now. And by the time nine comes out, whenever that is, or it's on, it's on nine, right? Eight was the last one that came out. Eight. Yeah. So by the time nine, 9 comes out, I will probably be ready for it. So um, at least I That'd hope so. That would be awesome. We're looking at probably three or four years, but I know it's coming. 8 was really a success. I'm going to try and do two a year. So I've got Resident Evil 3, full disclosure, and that's one of the games on my list, Resident Evil 3, for next <laughs> year. Um, and also uh, I would like to beat 4 by the end of next year as well, but it's not officially on that list. So yeah. um, if so, then yeah, I, I you know. Be making good time, um, and I made you more than that because I did three games this year. So we'll yeah. see. Depending on your uh, time, right? Uh, what I about will you? say for three, um, yeah. The Nemesis isn't as bad as Mister X, so you have that to look forward to. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Is it as bad or is it like worse? No, it's, better? it's not as bad. Oh, it's not as Mr. bad. Mister X, Mister Mister X was by far uh, after you and harder to get around than nemesis is from what I can remember. There's only one or two game, uh, areas in the game where he just follows you around and you have to try to get away. Other than that, they're scripted chase scenes where you're just, you run in one fine. direction. Uh, yeah. yeah and those are that. fine. Um, uh, for me, like, um, I've got a ton of games here, man. I made a list. And the only reason I made a list is because I've been thinking about this topic quite a bit. Whenever you mentioned to mentioned it to me originally, it's like, Oh, that sounds like a great topic. Wait a second. I don't know of any games that are outside of my comfort level per se. You know, um, I'm willing to try anything. I don't really shy away from anything. If it's something that sounds good and people talk about it, I'll try it. Um, but there is, I did come up with some games here that were games that I wouldn't typically be drawn to, but for whatever reason, I, I tried and ended up loving. Um, one of those games is the WarioWare series. Uh, specifically, the newest one that just came out. You're shaking your head. I don't get the appeal on those games. They are so dumb to me. Oh, my yeah. God. I yeah. had I got one of them for free on, I think it was Wii U? Wii? One of those? Or something like that? I don't know. 3DS? One of, one of them. And uh-huh. that was the dumbest thing in the world. Like, oh, my God. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. And I don't well, understand the appeal because it's so popular. Your take on it was exactly my take on it. I just thought it looked dumb. Like, how can this be fun? I played it, and I thought it was dumb. Yeah. Well, I I always like the goofiness of those games. They always make me laugh. They're just some of those mini games are just hysterical. More <laughs> but I went ahead and I downloaded the demo for the war, the newest WarriorWare on the Switch, and I played. There was only a handful of mini games in that demo. And the goal is to just go until you run out of lives. And so I played through that demo, I don't know, like half a dozen times, getting a little bit further each time. And for whatever reason, it just, it just connected with me like, like it never has before. And I played the other WarioWare games, but they weren't – I was never that big into them. Um, I loved it. 
and I ended up going out and buying the game right after that. I was like, you know what? I need more mini games, and I've almost I'm almost beat it. Tell me, it wasn't like sixty dollars? No, it was. How much did I pay? I paid like forty bucks for it. Still, still, I got more enjoyment out of that than I did Diablo two. As long as you liked it, yeah. As long as you enjoyed it, that's that's what matters. I'm still having fun with it. I haven't beat it yet, and uh, my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, loves it too. She's been playing it as well. It's it's just. It's one of the games that, like you, like I said, it has. I had the same perspective of it that you have. Like, how can these mini games, stupid mini games, be fun? And it just, it just is. It connects with me for some reason. So that's my big one. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I, I've got, I've got a list as well. You want to go back and forth? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um, another go ahead one. And keep talking while I go refill, if you don't mind. You got. I it. can still hear you. <laughs> Uh, another one that I have uh, done an entire video on uh, is the Mass Effect trilogy. I had no interest whatsoever in playing this when it first came out. Um, I thought it was a total bro game. I thought it was a shooter. I just saw a dude in space with guns, and I knew there were aliens, and I was that's all I needed to know about it to make up my mind. And it was the worst decision I could have made because I waited way too long to play that game. And the trilogy is honestly up there in my top ten games of all time. Um, I, I need to go back and play the re uh, the remastered versions. Um, I want to so bad uh, as soon as I get the time to, uh, because it was just it was just mind blowing how good it was. Um, mm-hmm. And quite frankly, it not only like brought me out of my comfort zone to finally play. It. The reason I played it, if you haven't seen that old video of mine, because um, it was like the, one of the first I did on the channel. The reason I played yeah. it was because I was doing the Frozen North at the time, the mild podcast, and Brian, uh, one of the guys that I did that with, uh, was a, that was like, at the time, that was his bread and butter. It's all he talked about. I even had one episode where I literally like took his vo- clips of his voice and spoofed him into this conversation between me and him uh, where he did a top five list and everything was just Mass Effect related and I'm super proud of how it turned out because it was great. Uh, but so, uh, but I, I, we, we talked about it and stuff and he hyped it up so much and I was like, you know what, I tried playing it once and I just, I got to the Citadel which is like the first big uh, like uh, community area, like city in the, in the game, in the first one and I was just like, there's just, it's just too big and there's just too much to do and too much walking and I'm just bored and I want to leave. And I was like, if I do this for the show, I know I'm going to have a reason to play it and get through it. And man, I'm so glad we did because we got through the first game, um, loved it, and I was already ready to play part two. Um, we waited, you know, a few months and I, I think it was like maybe six months down the line where we finally went to play two. Two man, I almost played two days straight. Uh, I was addicted to that game. It was so fantastic. Um, two is a great game. Yeah, it really is. It's my favorite out of the out of the trilogy. Mine too. Uh, and you know, three was was equally as spectacular. Um, I just it not only brought me out of my shell as far as like you know give other games a chance, but it also literally changed how I think. Uh, when it comes to seeing games. It taught me to take a step back and learn more about something before jumping in and not to just discount something right away. Ironic, yeah. because, you know, that's exactly what I do with Resident Evil as well. Um, but that's honestly a big reason why I, I felt okay to give it a chance, you know, after all yeah. these years as well, was because 
played Mass Effect, and I thought to myself, like, well, that game was really good once I actually dove into it and gave it a shot. So, all right, screw it. Let's give Resident Evil another try. And yeah. sure enough, you know, I ended up really enjoying it. So um, I owe literally, like, me just not being strictly a JRPG guy um, to being a, a full-fledged gamer, quite frankly. Uh, yeah. Because it... it, it made me branch out so much um into into plenty of other things that i would not have otherwise played uh so so good so good so on that note with that perspective that you just gave me uh is dark souls on your list mm-hmm. yeah i figured mm-hmm. <laughs> yep you want to talk about that and, first or dark souls or? and one one other thing yeah we can do that okay uh yeah dark souls is another one that's on there. Um, <laughs> I figured when you were talking about like breaking out of your shell to try something new, I knew I knew Dark Souls had to have been one of those. There's a caveat to this, though. Um, I didn't play Dark Souls necessarily because I was excited to, or because I was like, I want to give it a shot to see how fun it is. I was still terrified, quite frankly, because I had heard nothing but horror stories about how difficult it was. And I, the last thing I wanted to do was play a game because it was hard. That's yeah. exactly why I won't play Sekiro. Uh, and that game's solo. You're forced to play solo. Yeah. But when you were telling me, you were probably the biggest reason I, I gave Dark Souls a shot. Because you were saying that it is, you can play co-op, you can play with friends, and you can go through it together. Yeah. I was like, okay. I will I will give it a shot in this case. And you know better than anybody, I get frustrated as hell uh, when I'm playing those games. Uh, but at the I same see, time... I see a side of JJ that nobody else gets to see. Do, yeah, it really does. Uh, I, I, that said, I still like... As much as I hate certain moments and even certain aspects of those games, I still appreciate the absolute hell out of them. Um, yeah. You know, and I've said that in any videos that I've done on <clears throat> on any of those games in the series. Uh, and quite frankly, when I when we played, um, when you and I were playing uh, a Demon Souls, the remake on PS5, that was so mm-hmm. fun getting to dive into that together for the first time yeah. for both of us. Um, and like, I, I love that game still. That's the only one out of all of them. Maybe every now and then on the first one, just because I know I wasn't like a massive fan of it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But Demon Souls is the one that I look at and like I kind of want to do another playthrough at some point. Um, yeah, I don't really have any interest in the other two, uh, mainly because like two I had the best experience with out of out of the three Dark Souls games, and that was only because I was playing it with you and Billy and mm-hmm. the three of us. I had a blast with the three of us just going through, and that's what I was hoping for with three. And unfortunately, with the internet issues, he couldn't join us. And three is still so populated with people that we got invaded yep. constantly, and that was constantly. frustrating. So it was just just a lot of things that kind of like you know uh, steered that away from me it being my favorite. And I know that it's like beloved. Um, but I made a whole video. You can go check that on the channel uh, on on the the Soulsborne series. Quite frankly, um, uh, oh, I was I was corrected. It's not a series. Um, it is, it is like, uh, it is just, just kind of like the adopted name. It's not like an official series. It's just what people say. Um, that's kind of how I look at it though. So sorry. I, uh, I think series still stands. I mean, it's yeah, they're not connected, but you can still call them a series. They're similar gameplays. I think, I think it's kind of along the lines of like saying like, would you consider Metroidvania a series? I don't know that I would. So I kind of see their point. Okay. You know, I kind but of agree. Those are made by two different developers. These these games are made True. by the same developer. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, 
Um, but I, 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 I feel yeah, like I, I really, really Demon Souls was fantastic, and I like I said, as much as those games frustrated me, as much as I could list you a thousand bad things, I still would tell you that they're great games. Mm-hmm. So, and they are. I agree. <laughs> Good. Glad you agree. I hope so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I you didn't really come out of your comfort zone on those. That was your comfort zone. Playing this game, so. And the thing is, is like if if you or anybody else were to come up to me and say, "Hey, uh, let's play through those games again," I would I would drop whatever I was playing and do it again. That's oh, good, that's how much I'll I love those be games. Bloodborne eventually. So I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to be completely honest with you. I am ready to go back into Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne is is such a good game, um, and I've only played through that one once. So I need a second playthrough on that one. Okay. Is there magic in that game? I don't remember there sitting no. being magic. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. No, it's all guns, and every gun has two different attack, or yeah. two different forms. Or I watched Brian play a little bit of it. Did uh, you? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, like, as far as the series goes. Uh, Bloodborne, to me, is, is like, hey, we want to make another Dark Souls game, but we want to change up how you attack and we want to change how the enemies look in the setting and all that stuff it, it just feels more like a spiritual successor to dark souls more sure. than its own game to me i lump them in together because they they just feel like the same game to me um, and that's not a bad thing because i love the gameplay in those games so yep um, I'm glad I played well, them. I'm, that way I can, you know, I'm never, I'm not wondering anymore. And I, I definitely, like, as frustrated as I got, I would not consider it wasted experience at all. So. And Elden Ring will be ready for. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Sure. It's going to be good. It's going to be pee filled also. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's got my what? It's got, um. The Game of Thrones guy. Well, yeah, it. but come, I'm really like, do I pay attention to the stories in any of the other games? I don't know. I hear that the story might be a little bit easier to uh, decipher this time around. I will say that people I know who who I've talked to who are fans of the stories in the Dark Souls series swear by it. They're all they like <laughs> they gush about the stories in those games. Apparently there's some really deep lore and it's really cool if you get into it. I've just never taken the time to do it because I'm too busy running away from other people trying to kill me. So, yeah. There are a bunch of really well put together um, podcasts and YouTube videos that explore the lore of those games and man, they're so well done. Um, That's cool. There's one guy in particular on YouTube. I don't remember his channel, but he goes into such detail with certain areas in the Dark Souls games and the characters involved in those areas and their backstories and things in that nature. And he illustrates while he's talking with in-game footage, and it looks like he gets just a free-roaming camera and just goes around and takes beautiful photography and video of these different characters and areas and stuff while he's talking That's about awesome. it. It's very well done. Uh, I wish I knew the name of the channel. I just don't. Um, well, um, I'm going to talk about my next one, which is... Uh, yeah, I've only got Dead. one left, so yeah, do it. Okay. Well, and I think a lot of my other ones can kind of be lumped together because there's similar reasons why they're on my list. Um, but The Walking Dead, the Telltale series, the first one, 
That is a game that I'm not generally into uh, story games like that, uh, point and click adventures yeah. or things of that nature. And they just I get bored with them really quick. Uh, this one though, uh, I was in really into The Walking Dead when when that game series came out, so I wanted more of it, and it just kind of hit me at the right time, and I was able to get into it really get attached to the characters and i know you've talked about it before like you're how deep you got into that game and i i I feel like the same thing happened with me playing through that um but then once i beat it um when the next walking bed dead season walking bed when walking dead season two came out i uh i couldn't get into it i was i was kind of done i was like wow um yeah i can't do this and i've tried to play other telltale games as well and I just, I can't do it again. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, that point in time, I was in the proper headspace to be able to just sit and enjoy the story more so than the gameplay. And I was able to enjoy it. Sure. Um, but now, those games, I, I, if I ever played another point and click adventure type game, um, it'll be because, you know, it's another franchise that I'm into or something. Yeah. I just, I'm just not into those games. That's fair. Yeah, but I at least gave him a try. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you enjoyed the first one for what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was fun. Um, but, like, even with... Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, the pirate run one, the old pirate one. What is it called? Pirate one? It's a, yeah, it's not a Telltale game. It's uh, Lucas, oh, Monkey Lucas Arts. Monkey Island. Yeah. When they re-released Monkey Island, re re made it on the xbox 360 yep um i did play through that one i had to i felt the need to because that game is so well regarded um i just had to figure out why um i did get through that one but i felt like i was pushing myself through more than anything just to see what it was all about sure. and there were aspects of it that i did enjoy but for the most part i felt like the puzzles were too hard and didn't really make much sense and the storyline wasn't great it was funny um but I don't know. I, I, I played enough of it to be like, yep, got my fill. I don't really want to do that again. <clears throat> That's kind of how I felt about uh, the Maniac Mansion. Um, Rise of the Tentacle? Is that what it is? Something of the Tentacle? Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle. That's it. Um, I thought that was a really, really neat game. I mm-hmm. would have no interest in playing any more of those. Um, I thought it was actually really cool also that game that they have the original Maniac Mansion built into it. Um, really? You can literally like, go to a computer console in that game and then play the original Maniac Mansion <laughs> while you're funny. in that game. Yeah, it's neat. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I, yeah, it was it was really, really clever and fun, but I it's just, oh, sorry, buddy. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's just the, uh, they're just so slow paced. Um, yeah. That yeah, it's that's, really that's hard for me to, to stick with them. So. Not bad by any means, but yeah, just just really hard for me to stick with it and want more afterwards. So yeah. Well, um, I'm going to give you one more, and then that way you can give your last one, and then the rest of mine can be lumped in for Sounds a specific good. reason. Yep. Uh, so my other one is um, Mario Strikers. Oh. So Mario Strikers is a game. I got that game at a garage sale last spring. So my first experience with Mario Strikers was. Uh, when I got that game and I popped it in just to test it and play it out. 
and I had so much fun playing it's that so game. Good. But yeah, I was like, this. How have I not wanted to try this before? I can yep. tell you why. But the uh, I had so much fun with it, and then I tried to get Owen into it so he could play with me, and he he just wasn't digging it, uh, wasn't understanding it enough. The Mario but, sports games in general, honestly, are are usually pretty good. Like they're pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always been a fan of the uh, the tennis and the golf games, mm-hmm. but I, I've I've never had an interest in soccer, and therefore I don't have an interest. I never had an interest to try this game out, and I wish that I would have sooner because I it, this this seems like a game I would have really gotten into back in the GameCube era when it originally came out. Yeah, because um, at that time I was a big fan, or prior to that I was a big fan of the NBA Jam, NBA. Uh, uh, Showtime on NBA, NBA on NBC, you know, all those hang time, all those games that came out. Sure. Also the NFL Blitz series. I love the Blitz series. And those are just arcade style sports games. Yeah. They're, they're lightly connected to the sport, but it's more about fast paced action. And that's how Mario Strikers is with soccer. Um, it doesn't play like a soccer game plays. I mean, it's the same, same idea. Yeah. But it's much faster paced, much more over the top. Characters fun, and different abilities and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was an exciting game, and I I'm glad I tried that out. I just wish that actually, if they were to release a new Mario Strikers with online play, I wish they would. I would buy it. Yeah, I would buy it. I I had played it when it was still relevant, like during the GameCube days. Um, and mm-hmm. me and my buddies used to play it. Oh my god, that game was so good back in the day. Uh, and I actually picked mine up last year too when I was in Seattle at uh, Pink Gorilla. Um, that's where I got my oh, copy. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I was super happy that that they had it up there, and it wasn't wasn't expensive at all. I think I got it for like thirty bucks. So, oh, that's was, not bad. No, it wasn't at all. Um, and it's complete. Everything's there. Uh, I haven't played it since I got it, but I, I definitely <laughs> uh, want to at some point. Honestly, like if you if you. <sighs> It, it's tough to recommend because you you said that you tried to play it with like your family and, and they weren't really into it. But uh, the Mario um, and Sonic at the Olympic Games is actually not bad either. There's a rugby game in there that is very very reminiscent. Uh, and if you've got people to play with, oh my god, the shouting matches are amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, so it, yeah, if you've got people to play with on that stuff, uh, it, it's yeah, it's great. So that's a good recommendation. That's also one that I have zero interest in, but yep. I'll be willing to give it a shot for you know if it's got arcade style sport games. A few of them, yeah. I mean, there's there's some really generic like you know, I mean, shot put and that kind of stuff. You can imagine <laughs> how that is, but like, yeah, it's got like a few of those that are, that are really neat. We 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 played the rugby game nonstop because it's just so much fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. Uh, but you have to have people to play with. It's solo. It's just kind of eh. yeah. Those those arcade games are just meant to be played with other people. So they are. They it's a lot are. of fun. And I've I've never had even with the NBA hang time and NFL blitz. You know, speaking those of, games are not fun playing by yourself. Speaking of Mario games with other people, did you pick up the new Mario Party? No, I haven't. Oh, you don't. Okay, I don't think I will either until it goes cheap. I have. You I have think the it's ever old gonna one. Go cheap? I mean, it might. The it's other, a, the old it's one a did. Nintendo game. <laughs> did it really? Forty bucks. Forty bucks is my price point. Nah, not like sixty. At some point, because um, I, I, yeah, I picked it I've up. I haven't played, played the, it yet. Uh, the previous version, I've only played well, this, it like once this or twice. Is, this is like. Do you know anything about this new one? No. This is not a new Mario Party game. I mean, it is, but it is a 
collection of all the most popular boards and mini games from previous iterations in the series. Oh, so it's okay. all the best stuff put together into one. And you can play it online huh. with other people. Um, so uh, you couldn't do that with the other one. I think they released the right. patch eventually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's why I was like, "Do you have it?" Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you, you have it. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, you get that's it. good. You want to get the kids together? We'll, we'll play some four-player, uh, you know, online stuff. It's yeah. Man, I love that stuff. It's, okay. It's great. I didn't know that. That's that's mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Um. Cool. Uh. Yeah. Cool. I love the Mario sports games. They're they're great. I try to. Like, I didn't even spend that much time with Mario Tennis or Mario Golf, but the time I did, I had a blast with it. I thought that they were so much fun. So, yeah. But they're they're all meant to be played with other people, and if you don't have uh, somebody to play with quite regularly, they kind of get stale pretty quick. That's yeah. the only downside. Um, so, uh, all right. You ready for my last one? Yes. I just did a video on it recently. Just Uh-oh. this past week, so I'm sure you know what it is already. Vroom vroom. Um, oh, Forza? Forza, Forza Horizon. Horizon. I am not a racing game fan. Um, I, Not that they're bad. I just don't have any like super big desire to jump in and play them and, and dig deep and stuff. But there's something about the Forza Horizon series. Um, I said <laughs> it in the, in, the, in the video that I made. Um, I just put it out... Um, uh, well, Forza Horizon is releasing on the 5th for Early Access. I released yep. it yesterday, which was the 31st, Halloween, uh, my video. So if you haven't, go check it out. And I just gush for like 12 minutes straight about Forza yeah. Horizon <laughs> uh, 5, which I haven't even played yet. But it's I want people to give it a shot that, that aren't normally into racing games, especially if you're a racing fan, chances are... You're already, already going to try it. it out. You're already going to. You already know the Forza Horizon series is awesome, um, and you're you're going to hop in there and have a great time with it. But people who aren't racing fans, this is this is so much more of an adventure than it is just racing. Um, mm-hmm. You are, gosh, there's tons of mini games. There's tons of co-op. You're in a big, giant, massive open world where you're literally just you. If you don't want to race, you don't have to. You can just explore and get collectibles throughout this giant map. Um, you can do tons of solo stuff. You can be in groups uh, and just drive together and you know BS on the freaking mics while you're just doing races and whatnot, or just driving around doing anything you want to do. Um, I man, it's it's so good. I cannot stress enough how much three blew me away when I first played it. And it was towards the end of three's life cycle. And then I was like, I'm hooked. I got to, I got to get four when it comes out. And I started four when it came out and I still play four. Now I still hop on there every so often. Um, and, and I, I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, the, the games are just so great. I have no doubt that five is going to be, just as well received and that I'm going to love it just as much. Um, and that I will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play it like crazy for the first week or two. And then I'm sure I'll taper off and then, you know, take breaks and stuff. But I guarantee you like when I'm trying to figure out what to play next, or I'm, you know, got some free time or something, I'll hop back in and do a couple of races, do a little bit more on the map. Um, I just, I love it. And, and anybody who wants to play, hit me up because I absolutely will give my Xbox screen name out to anybody who wants to play that because it's so much fun. It's a blast. And Adrian's played it online with me many, many times. Uh, yeah. We always have a good time with it. So, yeah. Even even uh, Libby. What was Libby, uh, Libby's word? Ribbles. Uh, Ribbles and bits. Ribbles. Ribbles. And what was the other one? Uh, 
What's the other one remember. that she said? Dang it. Uh, she had she had a couple of where she like was having trouble reading some of the, the words on the screen. Um, I need to go back and listen to that episode where we talk about it. That was rivals hilarious. was what she was trying to trying to say, yeah. but she ended up saying like <laughs> it sounded like ribbles, but now I'm convinced she said rivels. Ribbles. Like R V E L S uh or A L S. And uh and was, so we just were cracking up. We were laughing so hard. And she was singing along to the radio while she was listening and yeah. playing and it was just it was just a, we a had good a time. Fun, fun time with that. We really yeah, we did. did. And it was it was nice to have Libby play with us too, and she oh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've already cleared Forza Horizon 4 off of my PC and my Xbox in order to make room for 5. Because <laughs> I know once 5 comes out, I'm not going to play 4 anymore. So, Fair enough. Um, I'm excited for it, too. But it's it's not just... I, I love racing games. You have your and, save file on there, though, right? Still? Um, the I've always been a big fan of them, but this is definitely a standout series for me. Because it's not just racing. It is... There's challenges that you have to meet, like you, and it's off-road racing and street racing and um, racing against things like airplanes and stuff. Like you mentioned in your video, it's just like there's so much over-the-top stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a great series, and I love the new co-op stuff that they've added in there with four, like just the random like events where you see a big pink circle on the map, and anybody yeah. can go just drive to it, and then you. Like the timer counts down, you start up, and then it says like, "All right, get this many points by doing this trick," and everybody starts working as a team to do this trick and work and try to get as many points as they can. Um, it's just it's so cool. Uh, you're saving up like, money to buy houses and cars. Yep. And, man, there's so much. It's great. There's incentives to keep going, and it yep. does such a great job of drip feeding you this stuff that you want. Uh, but yeah, like those community events are just like w- Destiny. When Destiny has those community events and yeah. everybody has to come together to take down a certain boss, that's how these community bu- uh, events are in Forza Horizon. It works so well. In this really one, I think game. it's going to be bigger too because um, everybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's no like, like everybody's playing on the same map. There's no different. I don't know if they're servers or like instances or anything like that, uh, but like everybody is is on one giant map, and that's it online. So I'm wondering how that's going to play out. It'll be interesting to see. But that's what they were saying in the videos that I watched. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be super interesting. I know they like the, you know you have cars that phase in and out and stuff, and and so you won't be running into people left and right. But um, it'll just be interesting to to see that rather than having to load into somebody else's game. Um, which is what they typically have, have had to do in the past. Uh, so we'll see. But I, man, I cannot yeah. wait. I think it's going to be it's going to be a blast, and it's only a few I'm days excited. away. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll I'll be in there for sure. Um, um, there there okay. is a if you have uh, I was going to say if you have uh, if it detects I think like some kind of save data or something from Forza Horizon three and four on your Xbox, you'll get cars. That's always always so. good. I'm most excited about the auction house. I had so much fun with the auction I house. That. <laughs> <laughs> Trying yep. to get that rare car for super cheap. That's what I'm after. Um, so my last last bit of games here, they all have a common thread, which is these are games that I either bought because of a demo or I played a demo and then ended up buying the game as a result. And sure. what I mean by that is uh, there were certain games like 
the first one here on my list, Zone of the Enders. I bought Zone of the Enders in order to play the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo that came with it. <laughs> I had zero interest in zero, Zone of the Enders. So I bought a game specifically to play a demo for the game that I was excited for. And it worked. I mean, they used to do that a lot back in the day to try to sell more games. That's why I bought Dragon Quest VIII originally on PS2 because it came with exactly. A, uh, that's on my list. A demo. That's on my list too. Yep. It had the uh, Final Fantasy XII demo on it. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII, and so I bought Dragon Quest VIII to play the Final Fantasy XII demo. I had never played a Dragon Quest game prior to that, and uh, yeah, I ended up loving the Dragon Quest game too. Uh, but also, uh, Brave Fencer Musashi. That had the Final I Fantasy VIII demo. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. That also had a Xenogears demo as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's where I first I just learned Final about Fantasy. it, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. Huh. No, that's good to know. But, I mean, the, all three of these games... I ended up loving, especially Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders was the big surprise hit for me. I loved that game so much. It quickly became one of my favorite games at that time. Um, and I still, I would like to go back and play it and see if it still holds up. But um, if you've never played Zone of the Enders, it's a, it's a mech shooter? game. Oh, mech game. Okay. I have yeah, seen, it's a like, I, I can picture the box art, but I just haven't played it. Yeah. I'm not typically into mech games at all, and uh, but for some reason this one just it felt good, it felt right, it felt different than anything I'd have played cool. at the time. I, I just really enjoyed it. But then there's other games that I really enjoyed because of the demos that I played of them, um, such as the ESPN Extreme Games and Jumping Flash. I had a PS PlayStation demo disc that came with my PlayStation. Those two games were on that. Jumping Flash. Both is so of these great. games are I would not have tried out. Otherwise, yeah. had they not had demos, I loved them so much. Played the heck out of them. Ended up buying both games as a result, and you know, it's it's things like that. Like, I miss the days of demos because the demos are what usually. Actually, I Warrior Wear. Where I wouldn't have bought Warrior Wear Warrior Wear without playing the demo first. So I guess it still works on me. And we were excited for Warrior Wear. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, did you? Um... I have been trying to find a copy of Jumping Flash forever. I was really excited that it was on the uh, the PlayStation Classic. Uh, yeah, but I, I I have wanted a. And it's just too expensive at this point, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but that is. I a, don't a think neat I have. Game. I don't think I have the first one anymore, but I have the second one. If you try um, to explain it to somebody and be like, "This is what you do. You just you just jump. And you just try to go higher, and that's yeah. it." Then be like, oh, "That sounds dumb." And then you play it, and it's like, "This is so addicting." Oh my it god, it is so addicting. <laughs> and when that game came out. There was no other game like it. Mm-mm. Like 3D oh. games like that were so new. It was. It's a great game. Yep. But that's my list. It's a pretty fun conversation there. But I, I had to do some critical thinking on this list. But um, yeah, these are all games I wouldn't have tried otherwise. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm glad that I did. Oh, show. Uh, yeah, man. Um, anybody else, if you uh, let us let us know down in the comments below on this video, um, if you have any games that you uh, kind of like would not have normally gone to, but then you decided to just take a chance and go out of your comfort zone and try them out, um, and you ended up really, really enjoying them and, and you know, kicking yourself for not having gone back and tried it sooner, uh, let me know. We'll let us know what, uh, what those are and what, what your thoughts are. I like hearing from you guys, so. Yeah, man, I'm starting to lose my voice. I can feel it already. <laughs> my mouth is so dry. <laughs> uh, you got anything else, man? I don't. 
right. You don't. Next month, uh, December, we are going to be doing uh, gift exchange Christmas stuff. So um, we're kind of, it's going to be pretty relaxed episode and just, just us just being friends. Uh, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it, it's, yeah, it should be a pretty chill episode. Um, so we will see you then. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that's where I mostly hang out at Bertazoid, B-I-R-D-A-Z-O-I-D. All right. And I am at Gamer Revival on YouTube. Um, just you can, I'm sure you can spell Game Room Revival. Uh, it's the only one on there. Uh, but uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's JJ Santanello, and you can find links to that on Game Room Revival. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So you know what? I will I will spell it for Christmas. That's what I will do. So the, your uh, gift. Well, we'll do it then. My, that's my gift to everybody. So uh, even though I've done it before, <laughs> anyway. Uh, cool. All right. Well, with that, this is the Pixel Perspective signing off. <sighs> Thank you so much for watching or listening. Um, and as always, what should they do, Adrian? Um, oh, keep on gaming. There it is. <laughs>
It is another beautiful day because we are on live. We are here listening together on the same frequency. Let's go, guys. Ariel's Entertainment Podcast, arielent.com. Let's give a huge round of applause to our guest today, all the way from Colorado, representing, yeah, 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 the 5203, the Mile High City, Denver Broncos, Colorado, Avalanche, Colorado Rockies. I can go on and on. Broadway Street. We got uh, Colfax Street. We got uh, Federal. We got, uh, I can keep going and going, baby. Woo! A huge round of applause to our boy from all the way from the Mountain City, Jordan. Bro, where you at, Doug? Yes, sir. How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? What it do? It's your boy ZTY2. What y'all got going on? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dude, I'm so excited you're here on the show, bro. Native, are you here from Colorado? Born? Yeah, I'm born um, born and half raised in Colorado. I lived in Florida for 10 years, though, too, so I'm half and half. Were you born in Florida or Colorado? Denver. I was Denver. born here in Denver. That's yeah. What's up, that's what's up. That's what's up. Native, native right here, guys. We repping hard. Okay. Yes, sir. Sweet, guys. Jordan's in the house, a.k.a. Tune. We'll get him and all his story and what he does and his style, his fashion accessories. We'll, we'll, we're about to run it up, guys. So here we go. Yes, yes, we do. But before all that, I need you guys to buckle up because we about to get into self-promo, baby. Self-promo is how I get into the self-business, baby. All right, here we go. ArielENT.com is the best way to support me. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. You know how I do it. I'm ready, but I not because uh, I like to be, uh, I guess. Here we go. We do it. <laughs> Is. boom we do it live baby got the red t-shirt white t-shirt sticker and pants baby at the merch arielent.com boom thank you guys so much we got the music check out the music there i am pretty boy i'm stunting there i am all right i got the albums there you can listen to it check me out all right arielent.com got the music and then as well i do photography yeah i got the photography here i got the photography Weddings, architecture, headshots, anything. I do concerts, whatever, guys. Um, I do quinceaneras, everything. Hit me up. I do pictures and all. Photography, arielent.com. Hit me up, guys. Thank you so much for your support. Um, that's how I keep growing. That's how I build my social media platform game. Thank you guys so much. Arielent.pod is my Instagram. Make sure you pick that up, Arielent.pod, and make sure you like, comment, follow, and share. Okay. Go follow, fam. Go follow. Save guys, make sure you do that, okay? Ariel E N T P O D is my Instagram handle. Okay, another great way to support me is by going to the next best site besides my website, arielent.com, is my YouTube channel. Guys, we hit 164 subscribers today. Can I get an hallelujah? Yeah, Doug, thank you, God, so much. Yeah, I just tell God, thank you so much every day, just when I wake up. We just tell him, yo, God, just thank you so much for letting me be alive today. And then after that, it's just a bonus. Let me tell you, man, the most important thing is waking up and being alive and just thank God for that. And then after that, I feel it's just a bonus. So after I wake up, I, you know, wash my hands, you know, I go downstairs, make my tea, you know, get ready for work. That's all just a bonus, you know, but God just making me live. That's my God. Oh, man, it's so amazing. I can talk God all day. All right, guys, about 164 subscribers. YouTube, grab the link. 
and send it to all your friends in your phone book, okay? Just grab the link and you hit the share and it shows you that you can send in messages, send it to all your friends and family, your cousins, your neighbors. Guys, let's go, let's run it up. Arielent.com or Ariel's Entertainment Podcast on the YouTube. We dropped a podcast, uh, episode 98, 62 views two days ago. This one's going hard in the paint. We got episode 97 just dropped two days ago. That has 14 views. So it's just, it's just so cool because I drop like two or three a week now. And I tell everybody, it's like, whoever outshines the other is the one I'm going to promote the mo most throughout the week. And so it's, it's pretty cool to see. It's pretty cool to see all the uh, artists uh, promote their stuff. So it's pretty cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Ariel ENT, Ariel's Entertainment Podcast. You already know. Run it up. Run it up. And I think, oh, yeah, the donations, the PayPal, Venmo, the links are down below. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. Nick Fiore, Tuskegee, Carolyn, Marvelous, um, D Money. Yo, guys, thank you so much for the shout outs. Thank you so much. All right. Um, that is it. Just do a quick prayer. Homeboy over there is getting, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me over there? He's homeboy got the drink. He's got the light. He, he's ready. All right. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Here we go. I see that. I see that. That's that's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, all right, I gotta get my boy here talking. Here we go. Just gotta do a quick prayer to God, and then we'll get my boy on the show. Here we go. Angel of God, our guardian dear, to whom God love commits us here, ever this day and night, be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. And I want to say thank you, God, for having Jordan on the show, aka Tune. Um, your amazing son coming on the show, sharing some wisdom, some knowledge. Uh, we're bringing the energy today. Everybody's on the same frequency today. All the listeners, supporters, thank you, God, our perfect health and that uh, we uplift each other. Thank you, God. And um, just answering our prayers and dreams, God. Thank you so much. Amen. Boom. That's all I do, Amen. man. Yeah, that's all I do, man. He, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, he's taking us to the top. That's what we do. So, guys, let's give our boy Jordan, aka Tune, a round of applause again because. He's just so amazing, dude. Let's give him a round of applause. Guys, Tune, tell us who you are and um, where we can follow you and what you do, man. Um, it's your boy, ZTY Tune. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram, at ZTY Tune. It's like just, just ZTY Tune on Instagram, ZTY Tune on Twitter, Snapchat, everywhere. Just ZTY Tune, that motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Let's run it up. Let's run it up. Let's run it up, guys. His Instagram handle is Z. C-C-U-S-T-O-M-S. Z-C-C-U-S-T-O-M-S. You yes, sir. You got ZC Customs and you got, ZC, you got ZC Customs. And as you can see in the link, it says Zachary Curtis Designs, too. That's our gallery page. So we have our official page, which is a ZC, Customs dot, uh, ZC Customs. And we have our gallery page, which is Zachary Curtis Designs. There so it has just a little bit more photos. It has like, it has more photos, basically, you know? Damn, dude. Awesome. Open up and there we go. All right. Yes. So if you like somebody buys, you know, some, some product and they post a photo, and it, won't it won't necessarily make it to our main page, but it'll definitely make it to the uh, Zachary Curtis Designs page. That is sweet, man. Let's check out. We got your website right here. Yes, sir. That's what's up, guys. Make sure you go run it up. That's zccustoms.com. Got home, the gallery, the shop, about them, contact, and more. Yo, dude, so tell us who, what you do and what, what, what got you into this business? Um, honestly, low-key, I've always kind of been in design. I've always been designing. I've always been 
um, doing things like in the fashion. I've always been into fashion since I was probably probably like eight, nine, ten. I was in the fashion, just always just like focusing and paying attention on what people were wearing and stuff and trying to do things differently. Um, one day, I, my first, my first, probably like my first uh, line was I was probably like sixteen. It was called "Look Casual, Elsie," and uh, we basically. Well, it was, it was just me. It's just, it, at that point, it was just me. And it was just basically my artist page. So I, I do music too. And it was kind of like my artist merch, but I called it Look Casual because I wanted to have its own name to it. Yeah. So I kind of did that for a little bit, but then like, you know, that was just very small. And then I really got into it about 2018. Um, I was on Instagram and I just saw like one of my friends had posted like Fredo Santana's uh, Instagram, rest in peace, Fredo Santana. Uh, just, and I just went and looked at it, and he was like, rest in peace, Fredo Santana. And I was just like, you know, just look, like going back and like looking at his stuff on his Instagram. And he had like this Louis Vuitton lighter case. And, and I was just like, yo, that shit's dope. I can, I was like, I want that. And then I was like, yeah, I can make that. And like, literally I can make that because I had like fabric from a Louis bag that my dog had chewed up. That was my mom's bag Yeah. Um, when I was little. And I just kept the fabric and I was like, I'll use this fabric one day. And I was just like, I don't know. I just saw that lighter in his hand. And I was like, I, I can literally like do this today. Like, you know? So um, made my first prototypes. Uh, my friends liked it. Didn't even think about making a business out of it. My friends just started just asking me, yo, let me get one. Let me get one. So I just started selling them to my friends and people around started asking me. Um, and then like one of my first big customers um, was Young Dolph's uh, photographer, uh, Ethan. Uh, shout out, it's Ethan, because that's, that's the guy that's like basically like, has helped me with a lot of this shit, like take it to different levels for sure. Um, so that's kind of like the start of ZC, like, you know, just basically seeing something that I wanted and I can make and then went ahead and made it myself. That's beautiful, man. I love when you said you started out with a lighter case and you just fell in love with that lighter case and you had some leftover Louis Vuitton from your dog, um, you know, chewing it all up, man. And you, you, that's so awesome. And I, I do the yeah. same thing, man. I buy things where I think I need them right now. And then I'm like, wait, I didn't need this right now, but. I save it and later down the line, like in a year or two, I'll be like, oh man, I see why I bought this now. I'm glad I grabbed that, you know? It's yeah, just little thing. Happens to me all the time, bro. Yeah, I have, I, have a, I have a hoarding kind of problem. Like I just like, I don't really like hoard a lot of stuff, but like I don't throw away like, you know, stuff that like, I feel like, you know, can mean something. I still have like the little Mickey Mouse from my second birthday cake, you know, like when you're little Mickey Mouse that come on your birthday cake. Uh -huh. From when I was two years old, I still have that, you know, yeah, so. That's legit. I, I can see that be your next T-shirt. <laughs> uh, I wish that'd be a copyright infringement, but I, I wow. wish. <laughs> make, I'm make, to stay make, make it your I'm own style. Make it your own style and put your logo in it, bro. That'd be sick. Yeah. I thought about stuff like that. We used to do um, like we, we used to uh, we used to do like Yu-Gi-Oh card shirts and stuff. But like once we went legal, like once we actually like the LSC went legal and like we got like the BBC accredited and stuff we had to kind of go go legit on a lot of stuff. So we had to pull a lot of stuff off the website. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it, man. You got to be legit, bro. Yeah. Yo, so tell me, um, what made, so what made you get into this? I know the lighter case is what got you into it. You got your friends. Shout out to Ethan, because homeboy Ethan, he said he, he helped you out a lot. Yes, sir. Damn, that's what's up. Who's Ethan? What does he do? So Ethan, it's um, his handle is at Ethan or at it's Ethan. He's a Young Dolphs photographer. Oh, he's a videographer. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's, 
you know Young Dolph and Key Glock are? You know what? He sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Big Red. Well, you know who Gucci Man is, right? Word. Yeah, his, um, he shot some Gucci Man videos. His brother is Gucci Man's main videographer and photographer. So. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Who's your uh, favorite, like, style influence? Um, so many. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So many. Um, anywhere from Marilyn Manson to Dapper Dan to, like, you know, just anybody that's like stood out you know what i'm saying and did something different you know what i'm saying like i love different yeah so that's always been my thing when people go like left i normally go right <laughs> so i don't know it's it's and that's like you know people had like those, those they have those lighter leashes where it's like the lighter leash and you like pull it yeah, yeah. i never really like those they were just like cheesy looking you're like you know and this is a way you can have your lighter hanging off your belt in style you know, it looks good. You know, people want to see it. You know, the lighter leash just is like, like, I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. and the lighter leash breaks every like fucking 20 pools. So you always got to buy a new one. Like, you know, that's just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So I had to, I I wanted, I seen something that I wanted to, and like I said, I saw somebody else had the lighter cases before me. It was uh, Itai. He did the lighter cases before I did. Uh Um, Like, it's just like, the, the fabric wrapped around like a metal case so it's not really like engineering like all you're doing is like wrapping a piece of fabric around a metal case and then like stitching it and then a lot of slides in and out of the metal case and like that was cool and all but my case is, oh shoot i just dropped that in my drink straight up lighter in the live yeah, lighter. live bro lighter in the drink Dude, that's a but proof in- you can drop your stuff in your drink and it tastes more delicious yeah, and you're and it's not ruined either. That's dropping alcohol. Boom! It's not gonna... Right there. What more do you want? Just um, pull up. Yeah. What more do you it's want? Quality. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quality, quality right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, what was that sound? Shit, I lost train of thought. You were telling me, um, what was the uh, what have you were telling me? What have you learned so far in this journey where you where you're selling these accessories? How long? Okay, you, yeah, 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 yeah. How long have you been on this journey? Uh, since 2018, so 18, 19, 20, 21, three years. Word. Not so long, but it's, I mean, it's been a fun journey. I've, I've really enjoyed the journey, the, the, the interaction. Cause I've always been interacting with people. I've been, a, I was a club promoter before all this and stuff. Um, this logo, the ZC logo was actually, um, it's actually on like a whole bunch of like music posters. Like if you keep, if you're a type of person that like keeps music posters from like band posters and stuff from like. Cervantes or like you know things like that um I promote it for all those clubs out here yeah so all like big shows anyone from like Lil B to like fucking who else did it's like Young Dolph we got Clans Casino Currency Dizzy Wright like I've done like so many shows at Cervantes and this logo was my promotion logo um because it stood for Zoo Crew Street and Broward Promotions um so that it was it's on a whole bunch of posters like you know since on all my posters that i keep that are all downstairs that i promoted on and stuff so and like it's even been like promoted on like artists page and stuff when artists like promote their poster and it's like that logo can show so i i, I did that and then like i stopped doing the, the promotion side because i wanted to focus more on my music so i stopped doing it but then like as my music came and then the zc came i was like well i want to keep that logo because i love that logo and people have seen that logo and i'll just use it as my clothing brand now yeah Oh, I just 
turned the logo from ZC Cut from uh, ZC, uh, Zoo Crew Street and Bar Promotions to Zachary Curtis uh, Designs. So badass. Yeah. Same logo, different company. Yeah, same logo, different company. Kind of rebranding in a little way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ooh, you think so. that's some dope shit right there. So, um, what have you learned though? Like, have you learned like uh, with all these accessories? Uh, like, when you sell out, do you? Uh, so, your first prototype was the lighter case. Yeah, the first first ones were the lighter cases. We started just with the lighter cases, and like we're probably at like right now. I just got done with these ones. I'll show you one of the ones we just got done with. Yeah, this dude. is like this is where we're at now. Oh, let me with my camera. We're, this is where we're at now. Like this is like generation like. I think like nine or 10 because we've just gone through so many generations and it's a full yeah. like lighter case. Hold on, let me put my jury down real quick. It's a full lighter case, pull the lighter out when you're done with the lighter, you know what I'm saying? Throw the lighter away, take a new lighter, put the lighter in there. Oh, I put it in backwards. I always tell people never put it in this way. You never want to flick and hold the chain. It's just not comfortable. Okay. You, always want your, you always want the flick to be away from the chain. Okay. That way it's more comfortable. Shut up, dude. Yeah. And it feels good in the hand. It feels natural in the hand because that little oh. rivet right there. Oh, you haven't gone to Shark Tank yet? Nah. I actually have. I did have a meeting with uh, Damon John's of people, though, um, when they came to town. They came to town a couple, like a, a year ago. Uh-huh. And I sat, I sat down with them and talked to them. Just, oh, shoot, sorry. Just got some game from them. Hold on. Sorry about that. Shut up. You're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. He'd be going crazy. I didn't even know he was still awake. That's awesome, dude. What's his name? Shadow. Shadow. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Shout out to Shadow. What's going on for us? It's my mom's dog, um, but I'm babysitting today. So, you know, <laughs> she dropped him off over here and said, he's your dog for the day. That's cool, man. Is that the only pet you, is that the only pet? you have any other pets? Nah, just just co just co-parent with Shadow. <laughs> Shadow's in the house, dude. Dude, what yeah. what are some fun things you like to do besides your? I know you got your business and you're always busy. Um, uh, what else fun things you like to do? You said you'd like to do music. Yeah, so I've been doing music since I was like nine years old. Like okay. almost like everything I've ever started, I always tell like people it's kind of weird. I always started everything around like nine and ten. I started skateboarding at nine, ten. I started music around nine, ten. Got into fashion around nine, ten. Started smoking weed at nine. So oh, like shit. everything's just like everything was around like nine and ten. It was just like when my life just was like Damn, bro. Yeah. yeah crazy. So um I just been always I've always been in music. Um been I've have I'm probably like twenty albums down now. Um just had a studio session today to finish up an album, a collab album with my homie out in uh, Finesse out in uh, Atlanta. So we're going to drop that here in three weeks. It's going to be called Too Fay. It's going to be on all major platforms. But yeah, just this has been my thing forever. Just that's been my backbone of everything. Bro, do you promote it on any Instagram or YouTube? It's on my it's on my main Instagram, my ZTY Tune Instagram. Um, YouTube, we're on YouTube, all major platforms, all that. Damn, bro. I don't think I'm following you on the real ZTY, right? Uh, it might. It, I, it used to be the real cartoonist, uh, but now it's just ZTY tune. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't think I know anything about your music. I just thought you were just accessories, man. Yeah, I'm. I do slug, and that's the crazy thing, because like when people come up and ask me like, "What do you do?" I hate that question. Uh, my little brother's YB and Amir. Um, so I was at his show a couple of days ago when they were out here in Denver, 
and like people were just asking me like yo so what do you do I'm like I'm like well I'm his brother and they're like but what do you do I'm like it's just a loaded question bro like you know like I, I do too fucking much you know so like I tell you like I'm a pro-am skateboarder I do music I do design I do graphic design um literally like there's not too much I don't do it's I'm, you know heavy in the stocks heavy in the business heavy in the motivated speaking I cook you know, I do a lot of stuff, man. Like I, I have a plant sh- a plant channel. Um, you guys probably can't see the plants from here, but I got like a 15 foot palm tree downstairs in my living room and stuff. And it's, it's, it's kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm heavy into a lot of stuff, man. Dude, I love, tell me about the palm tree. Um, it's a, it's a uh, fishtail palm. Um, let me see, I can lift up the camera a little bit. I can just lift it up. You can see it. Like it's fucking huge. All right. So that thing unplugged real quick. Hold on. Yo, so, I see it. Let me see it. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I probably just get out the way, huh? I see yeah. it. Dang. Yeah, down, sitting down there. This is, these are like 20 foot ceilings. So that's going about like 13 or 15, 16 feet up above, you know. Then I got like a banana plant downstairs, a uh, hibiscus, uh, hibiscus tree downstairs, um, a gardenia tree, and a, li- uh, a lily. Dang, dude. Good for you. Those are yes. good. And I'm also into like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Like I, I, I own a card company. So like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon are just like my jam. I got like cards all around my house framed and in cases and shit. So damn, I'm into everything, bro. <laughs> whoever, whoever knew watching Pokemon as a kid would be like where, where it does today, you know? Low key, uh, I used to get, like, I, I tell people all the time, like, the girls used to make fun of us, bro. Like, girls used to make fun of us for that shit. But now, like, all the bad girls, like, some of the, like, baddest girls are, like, low-key into that shit. And it's crazy, like, into anime and shit. Like, I'm not too heavy into anime. I fuck with, like, I watch Yu-Gi-Oh! and some other anime uh, cartoons just because it's, like, throwback nostalgia. But, like, girls be into that shit heavy nowadays. And it's just crazy to see, like, I used to get picked on for shit like that, you know? Um, but it's crazy. It's crazy how it turned around. Right. I knew it would. Though. I, I, I low-key knew it would, you know, so. Beautiful, dude. Tell me about, I love hearing your story, man. I've been writing notes here the whole time. You've been a club promoter. You do music. You got 20 albums out. Dude, you're going to shoot me on the DM what your music channel or what channel your music channel is so I can follow you. I'm on, right now, as we're speaking. I appreciate that, man. I want to support you. I-E-L. Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well-being. Do you know your status? Surge GNR can help with free HIV testing, at-home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at SurgeGNR.com. At Georgia Power, we're investing in infrastructure to ensure a more resilient power grid, creating a balanced mix of hydro, solar, and nuclear energy, all while installing high-speed EV charging stations across the state and keeping your bill well below the national average. Because we know that the carbon-free energy Georgia needs to prosper tomorrow will come from the tireless energy we put in our communities today. Georgia Power. Powering tomorrow. Today. E-N-T-P-O-D. Yo, dude, and you're a skateboarder. That's dope. I like to longboard. 
I just followed you on my uh, personal. I'm talking about. Um, I'll, follow back. I'll follow back. I'll follow back for sure. Gary. That way, that way, because that's where all my music and stuff is. No, I believe in the next episode two when we do one together, it's gonna be about your music, bro. That's what that's what we had to do on um another podcast that I'm on. Yeah. Um, we had to break it up into two podcasts because that and that podcast is an hour and forty minutes long, just talking about ZC. <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. That's yeah. so fuck though. Is that another, was that another uh, local here? Was it Denver podcast? Yeah. Um, uh, homie over at, uh, hi, um, hi. I don't want to get it wrong. Hold on. What? I don't, I don't, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't like to be disrespectful. I like to get things. No, I understand. Uh, man. I understand. Mile High, uh, Mile High, that that guy, Mile High, he has his podcast. Uh, what's his podcast called? Was the, like, is it DJ Coast? Uh-uh. Uh, his name is like my that guy mile high. That guy mile high. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I haven't ran into him yet. I'm gonna have yeah, to run into him. I'm gonna hit him up. Yeah. Just do like a like, do a little cold collab or something. That's yeah. That's how we elevate and expand our social media platforms. Exactly. That my, my high. That guy. Yeah, that guy mile high. That guy mile high. Okay. Dope, dude. Appreciate the referral. You know how I'm going to hit him up. We're about to be lit. We're probably, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. That'd be a, that'd be a dope collab. Y'all, y'all, got the, y'all got that energy. Y'all both have that same energy. So I feel like that'd be like dope. Just like a little one collab real quick. That'd be hard. You know, <laughs> why it's so funny is because we both, me and him are thinking alike. We're like, yo, the next one, we're going to have to hear about your music, dude. So that's funny. Yeah. That's me. That's you a, think, think alike. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hit him up. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. Dude, I know you're busy. I just got a couple more questions here. Uh, yeah, bro. I, I, I took a, I took a whole hour for this, so I made I'm, I cleared an hour for you, buddy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. We're 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 here. Our listeners, we're forever grateful, dude. Tell us, um, what's the coolest accomplishment you're proud of? Uh, being in Young Dolph's videos. So. That's a that's a funny story if you want to hear that story real quick. Hear it. So I used to work, this is like two years ago. I used to work at Panera. I get like the exact date is the date of um the, the young Dolph video trick or treat. So if you ever seen like the young Dolph trick or treat music video, just look at that date and this is the date this all happened. Okay. okay. So I I woke up to a text from Young Dolph's manager and his photographer, because I'm cool with Young Dolph's manager. Shout out Habit and shout out Ethan again. Um, they both texted me and was like, yo, and they like sent me a picture of like a still shot, which is like hanging up, up downstairs. And I like, I got the still shot and I like printed it out and I got it because I had to hang that shit. And they sent me the still shot. And I'm like, what is that? And I was like, is that a photo shoot? And it was like a picture of like this girl holding like my lighter and off like sitting there like smoking a blunt. I'm like, that's dope. What the hell is that a photo shoot? And they were like, nah, bro. And they sent me the link and it was the fucking video. And like the first thing you see is like, she sits down next to us, sparks up the fucking blunt with my, uh, sparks a hundred dollar bill with my, uh, with my Louis Vuitton lighter case, and uh, and you can just see it. They do a close up on it and everything. I was fucking lit. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. I was so happy because that was like the first time I've seen like my product in like a major video. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen it like on red carpets at that point. I've seen it like in other little videos. I've seen it other places, you know, but. To see it in Young Dolph's video, I'm just like, what the fuck? So I go to work like an hour late because I had to smoke a blunt. You know what I'm saying? I had to smoke a blunt. I had to celebrate. 
gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta, you know, I had to get that off. So I went to hour, I went to work. I was like maybe 15 minutes late. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was only, and I was like the best worker. I was the hardest worker in there. I got everything yeah. done quick and early. And my manager's talking shit. And like at that time, I'm selling ZC lighter cases and all that. And like yeah. I only made $80 a day. And these lighter cases were $60 a day. So I sold, if I sold one, two lighter cases in a day, that was, I could like, that's in two minutes selling a lighter versus working this whole shift, hating it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I, that, that job was just pissing me off anyway. Dealing with the manager's bullshit. Bullshit all day. Like, you know, like, nah, not, I, I felt I was, I've been a, G, a general manager of a restaurant. So I knew how to run that place right. better than the GM there. Right. Right. We didn't like that shit. So, I, and I was older than him. I had more experience. I was older than him. And I was getting paid way less, and I hated that shit. So he he was talking shit because I was late. So I, and I quit. I was like, he, he like he pulled me in the back, and he was like, I have to write you up. And I was like, write me up. I'm like, nigga, I'm in a video. Like, young don't just put me in a video, bro. I'm like, we're fucking up. I'm I'm gone. Fuck this place. Don't bring me down to your level, bro. Yes, I quit right there on the spot. I quit. I said, fuck this place. I quit walked right out and I ain't worked a nine to five since that day like you know what I'm saying I never looked back because I just I was like now I have to hella grind yeah like, I'm not going back tell me the moment the hella grind the moment when you quit like the next day where you're like I'm gonna have to start selling start selling or was it the next day or you took a couple was, days off it wasn't even the next day it okay. it literally was the next second when I walked out of there I like walked out of there, got in my car and like just went to my Instagram real quick and just like, cause at this time we did, we did deals and I was like, it's buy one, get one, like a um, quarter price off or some shit like that. Did some like quirky little deal to like just sell like a couple of lighters that day. And then the next day, so I had my sales, you know, I had my money coming. Yeah. So, um, and then from then on out, from word of mouth, blah, 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 I kept going. And then, you know, I, I started doing DoorDash on the side. You know, I do a little DoorDash on the yeah. side, the little uh, Instacart. You know, I just did some shit just to keep just to keep the money flowing to keep my bills paid and shit. Um, but at the end of the day, I never had to look back at going back to working for somebody else ever again. Dude, I've been hearing a lot of people been quitting their nine to five doing like a, like a Uber or Lyft or um, the, the, the food cash thing. And they, they do that and then they do their side hustle and they've been um, getting further with their side hustle, dude. But well, you're, still- you're more flexible. And yeah. especially with like uh, Grubhub and DoorDash and shit, or not Grubhub necessarily, but like DoorDash and Instacart, if you go out of town and you're in a rental car, you can do it out of town. So, you know, most people, you got to take off when you go out of town. You know, you got to lose money. But like, you know, you got like a couple hours downtown while you're out of town. Let me just dash out here a little bit. Yeah. Make some money while you're on vacation. I Pay know. Make my, make my money back. Exactly. So, like, people understand, like, the luxury. Like, I, I, a lot of people, like, look down on, like, dashers and stuff like that. But a lot of people understand, like, if you understand, like, how much a real dasher. Like, most, don't get me wrong. Most, some of these dashers out here bullshit and not making that much. You know, making, like, little 40 $50 a day, you know, not making shit. But there are people out here making 300 400 500 in a day dashing. I've heard, man, I've heard about that. And I've heard like as well, uh, like same as like Lyft drivers, dude, you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta know, you just gotta know the spots. You gotta know, you gotta, you gotta be in there and just get it. And yep. when you're getting it and you're smart about it, you know how to work it. Yeah. Well, you can make so much yeah. money on those apps, bro. Yep. So much money. And it's cool because those apps also teach you how to become your own boss because you're not 
you you don't go to somebody for your taxes. Like you have to do your taxes. Like you can also pay, you pay somebody, but like it's no more like you're under a job. Like no, you don't pay. You're not under a W nine no more. Like you're under a fucking uh, I ninety W nine five or some shit like that now. Like I'm not under a W nine. I forget oh. what it is. It's the fucking it's the it's the by yourself shit. You know so. It's crazy. I got to pay my own insurance, my own medical, all that. Like, you're your own boss. You have to learn how to do all that shit yourself. So, and it's pretty cool. It teaches you that. And I respect it for that. You have to pay, when you pay your taxes, you got writing shit off, all that. I didn't know about that. I didn't know writing shit off was a thing. Yeah. Like, especially with music. Like, get an LLC with the music and start yep. writing shit off. Write yep. the studio yeah. times off. Write everything off. Yep. Like, it's a business. yeah, you can business. And if you have a car and, like, for instance, uh, like, my, like, photography, if I get a gig like four hours from here, I keep the gas receipts and I can write right. those off. Yep, exactly. People understand like that's how that's this is how people stay rich. This is how the rich stay rich. This is how yep. Yep. people keep and, and you have to have to have a really good tax guy because when you write shit off, you have to make sure your tax guy is doing everything oh, proper not to only bring taxes way down. Not only that, but like you just gotta be on top of your shit if you're gonna go if you're gonna go that route, you just gotta yeah. be on top of your shit. Do I have an agent that like because I only use one card for everything for swiping like for business wise, so I have an agent that literally every time I swipe every every next day she'll message me so is this right offable is this right offable and I say yes or no to which is right offable and she just keeps yeah. market every day so at the end of the year it's documented and you then my tax guy just looks at that oh. and then boom it's all it's just cake it's cake they make it easy for us is like this thing right here people understand this thing right here. Can make you more money than sitting behind a desk anytime. It's fucking crazy how much money these things can make you. Crazy. You you nailed it, dude. You nailed it. I'm so happy you came on the show, dude. Dropping some knowledge here, bro. Can I get yes, you a sir. question here? Um, yeah. This question is from. Let me see. Let me see the note here. And you're born and raised in Denver too, right? Uh, uh I moved here ten years ago, but I'm I'm born in Colorado my whole life. By Nebraska, okay. you, you know where Fort Morgan is. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Drive of another hour, drive another hour and a half east, bro. Okay, yeah, then out of nowhere. Oh yeah, middle of nowhere. You been out there before? I've been to Nebraska and I've driven a lot, so I've driven I've driven the states. So That's you know, my, yeah, my pops was into that kind of. My mom and my pops were into that kind of shit. Yeah, dude. So the town I grew up in is like seven miles from the Nebraska line. Whew. Yeah, it was small town. Then I came up here for college and stayed up here ever since. You're like, I'm not going back. You can't go back. You can't go back. And not only that, you there's nothing. There. There's you nothing can't go back. There. There's nothing yeah. there. Yep. Other than family. Bro, that's it. I love my mom and dad. I love the house I grew yeah. up in. But, dude, like, literally, it's just like, there's no opportunity there. So, I, I man, trust me. I feel you. I lived in, I, I, when I left here, we went to Tallahassee, Florida. And a lot of people don't even know where Tallahassee, Florida is, but it's the capital and it's the middle of nowhere, basically, up there in I, by I-10. You pass through it, probably, if you've driven from New Orleans to Miami or something, you've probably passed through it and not realized it. But, you know, it's on I-10 and, you know, it's up there. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny you say that, man. I, I went to Florida during Super Bowl week a couple years back. It was the best time of my life. What is – I love – Florida like that's why I'm going there in two weeks three weeks I'll be there I've been this is like the fourth time I've been this year I go a lot I'm trying yeah. to buy property down there um so I can have an Airbnb down there that's what I'm I want to have a, I want to have a ZC Airbnb um like a Z, uh where like all the furniture is DC customs 
um, dishes or ZC Customs. We have like pictures of like all the celebrities and friends that we have and stuff on the walls. It'll just be like a ZC Customs Airbnb. It'd be pretty That's what's up. So when you have like a party there or like a like a like a like a group uh, networking thing going on there, you know, I'm gonna pull up too. Yeah, and that's what it's for. That's what it's for. It's basically for like when we're th- when I'm there and my people are there, you can just pull up, hit me up. And then when I'm not using it or people aren't using it, it's an Airbnb and people can rent that shit out. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to start visiting down there like you three, four times a year, baby. Yep, got to, got to. Oh, man, let me know when you got that going because I'll definitely rent that out for, for sure. For sure, for sure. I will do. Bro, one last question. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to say or... Um, before I ask you this last question for the audience, I'm telling the audience right now to buckle up because I know you're going to come out with a great answer with this one, man. Hey, I, I'm, only thing I got to say is I appreciate the opportunity, man. I appreciate being on here. Dude, straight up, 303-5280. I'm so glad, too, we collab. This is in the history. Watch, man. Yeah, sure. I'm back be watching this nonstop. I can already tell. I feel it. I, we just put on for our city hardcore, man. So hey, this got- this is big time. This is big time. We got a musician, artist. We got you, musician, creativity, fashion stylist, model, chef, all the above right there, bro. So I'm so proud of you of what you proud of you, what you've accomplished. And um, walking out of that, you know, when that guy was talking shit, you just walked out, man. That's that's motivation to all of us right there. Yeah, don't take shit. <laughs> okay okay here we go last question guys here we go uh you would think i'd have it ready here okay this question comes from tyson basso any advice for anyone going through a tough time uh yeah i go through a lot of tough times um a lot of times people don't even see that you know what i'm saying they just see the good and most of people that people do but a lot of people go through tough times and you know, just because you don't see it, don't think that people don't do it. Um, the way I get through tough times is I just turn off. Um, I disconnect and, you know, I, you know, humble myself. You know, I sit back, you know, I might boil me a bubble bath, you know what I'm saying? Sit in the bubble bath. I might, you know, fly out to Florida. That's why I go out to Florida, you know, so much. Just, you know, I love being around water and the, and the ocean. I just, that, that brings me, my soul, you know what I'm saying? It helps For my sure. soul. So I, I, I feel like if you're going through a tough time, just, Focus on what makes you happy. Um, I had a good piece of advice given to me a few years ago from a homie. Um, he said, so I, for a second there, like I wasn't skateboarding for a second there. He was, he noticed I wasn't skating. I wasn't doing like certain things that I used to love to do. And he was like, why don't you, he was like, do that because you, you love to do that. He said, never stop doing the things that you love to do because that's good for your soul. Right. So sometimes that sometimes if you do get caught up in doing so much other stuff, sometimes go back to things that used to make you happy. Go back and listen to an old song that used to make you feel some kind of good way. Go back and watch a movie that you knew made you feel some kind of good way. Um, just relive something, you know, eat a, eat a meal that makes you feel a certain way, you know, just ground yourself, re- revisit those things and come back out stronger. So those are some good advices that I could give. Bro. I was thinking about that before I started this podcast, yo, because I looked at my PlayStation and I'm like, I haven't played PlayStation for about two months where I just literally sit down and play like an hour, just an hour. I remember how, you look- I remember how I was, dude, literally I was thinking this because literally I was like, man, that was so much fun playing Madden online and 
just just so much fun just 30 minutes an hour that's it i remember how much fun that was dude and before i got and then when i got like literally like you have to do things that make you so happy that's like playing playstation like i sat down and was like man i need to play some that's something that's something you used to do and you used to love and then you deprived yourself of that natural happiness i did because i felt bad i felt bad like i should not be doing this i should be out there uh playing my music i should be because that's what i do man when i'm like i'm just non-stop man i'm out there busking non-stop bro i'm yeah. performing and then if i'm not performing i'm doing podcasts i'm not podcasting then i'm um on with my girlfriend or i'm traveling it's just you know man crazy it's crazy like there's days i forget to eat trust me like literally like i was like did i eat today and it'd be like 11 o'clock at night i get home i'm like i didn't even fucking eat today what the fuck so i feel you and that's depriving your body of natural nourishment you know what i'm saying so let alone happiness so you just got to remember sometimes in all of this you know you got to remember to just disconnect shut it off and revive yourself you like you know said play an old video game that you love i got um i don't i don't i don't i grew up playing a little video game so um when the cord when pandemic hit i got a ps3 because the ps4 was out you know but i didn't want to get the ps4 i wanted to just get the ps3 you know yeah. so I was, i'll just get the ps3 and i got a golf game and a skate game and a gta game i barely played gta barely played a skate i just played a golf and that's something i used to play with my dad when i was like 10 11 you know back in them days yeah so it just and it's still hooked up and I, every time i'm just like just feeling something i just go and just play golf because it brings you back it brings you know what i'm saying so that's what it does you that's why i got back into Yu-Gi-Oh cards because it brings me back to a good time you know so yeah you know what do that stuff that makes you happy or whatever that brings you back that and then you know what that ends up actually being your passion and then you know what that passion ends up being your purpose your purpose so, and your drive exactly you found a whole new reason. You're the man. What's up? I was just about to say, that's why I feel like some people get lost sometimes. And get, it's like, man, you're the problem. What used to make you happy? Like, don't think about the future. What? Let's go back for a second. What used to make you, before all this, what used to make you happy? You know what I'm saying? Let's try that again. Let's just, have you done that in a while? No, let's try that. So I'll, people, if you haven't done something in a while and you're feeling a little down, Go back and something you were six, seven, eight. I don't care what it is. Like I said, I was not capping. I still do have the Mickey Mouse from my second, when I was two years old. Like, you know, this is from my second birthday cake. I have a picture with this when I'm two. I'm not capping. So like do do things that make you happy. Forget what people, and this is displayed in my house. I don't care. People, you, uh, people, a girl can see it, but that's like, I don't give a fuck. That's mine. It makes me happy. That's all life is about what yeah. makes you happy. Exactly. It's going to be on there, you know, as long as it makes you happy, bro. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Much love. I have so much respect for you. And uh, you're so amazing, man. I wish you your dreams and wishes coming true and your business striving to the top, bro. Thank you. Thank you. All the best, bro. Guys. You as well, man. Thank you. You already know. You already know. We're going to the top together, guys. That's my boy, Z. T-Y Tune, a.k.a. Tune, a.k.a. Jordan. Guys, let's hit him up on the Instagram. Let's go. Here he is. Let's follow that Z-C Customs on the Instagram. Yes, sir. That's hit my the- business page. Z-C Customs is the business page, the uh, personal Z-T-Y Tune. You can find everything under my Z-T-Y Tune page as well. Z-T-Y- That's exactly correct. Yeah, you can just type in Z-T-Y Tune on the search right there. It'll pop up. Um, Z-T-Y. 
ZTY. Tune. Yep. It's one word. Oh, T O O N. Sorry. T O O N. Oh, shit. My bad. I should have known that. No, you're good. Oops. Did you say, can you repeat that one more time? Just Z T, Zachary, T, Tom, Y is in York, and then T O O N. Yep. Man, I don't know why that was so hard for me, man. I'm just like so happy right now. Here we go. Maybe I, I don't know. My, my internet's not working right now. Oh, shit. It's all right, man. Yeah. It's on there, though. Like, it's it, it, it's on there. You'll find it. <laughs> See you guys, make sure you like, share, follow, subscribe, and comment. Let's run it up right now, man. You just gained, you just gained 3,000 new followers right there. Boom. Hey, appreciate y'all. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> wow. It ain't about the number of followers, it's the quality. So hope it's hopefully y'all come over with some good quality. You dig? Let's let's work it up. Let's run it up, guys. Let's run it up, guys. This guy has the best quality. Let's go run it up. Let's go show some love. Ariel's Entertainment Podcast, arielent.com from the 303-5280. We'll be about to be signing off here. I'm gonna tell my DJ, DJ, get that track ready. Cause if you're not ready, you already know it ain't good. All right. DJ, uh -huh. come through. Ariel's Entertainment Podcast, guys. Self-love. Make sure you guys take care of yourself. Disconnect. Turn off, okay? Go to the ocean because I've. this is what I've heard. If you go to the ocean, it actually resets your awara. It, it like, refreshes your awara. And I believe it because I feel the ocean calling me. I got to go back. So Put your head in the water. Put your head in the water in that salt water and rebirth. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I can't wait till we do part two. It's going to be about your music and we'll be catching up on what you've been up to. Can't wait. Ariel's Entertainment Podcast. We are out September 1st. Today's Wednesday. Guys, much love. I can't, I got to go. I'm hungry. Dip out. I'm out. DJ, drop the track, baby. It goes hard in the paint, bro. Like, loved it. Got to hit the follow back, baby. You already know. Shout out. Song catch as fuck, bro. Yo, that's like sad, baby. Ariel's Entertainment Podcast. Jordan came in the house, aka Tune came in the house. I'm calling ZTY Tune in the house right now, okay? ZC Customs in the house today, all right? ZC Customs for life, okay? Woo! Ariel's Entertainment Podcast, arielent.com. Check that out. Look at that. Look at that. That's fire. That's fire. Oh. Yo, I'm about to cop me. I'm about to cop me one. I'm about to cop me one. In a lighter case, that's for sure. I can't wait. Guys, go show some love right now to our guest today. It was an amazing show. Like I said, Ariel's Entertainment Podcast, arielent.com. We're available on all podcast platforms. I'm talking about Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, Amazon. I'm available on all podcast platforms. Thank you guys for all the donations. Thank you for everybody listening. You already know what it is, okay? I'm hungry. I don't know what I'm going to eat, okay? ArielEMT.com. You guys like the beat? I'm heading out early. I'm going to tell the DJ you're fired. I love your vacation home. How much time do you spend here? As much as we want. And when we're not using it, we rent it out. Our amazing team cares for and markets it on all the major booking sites. What team does all that? Picasa. They manage everything, and I see it all on my phone. Plus, they've been earning us over 20% more after I switched from my last property manager. Your vacation home earned you that much? It's not a vacation home. It's a Vacasa home. Get your free vacation income estimate to see how much your vacation home can earn you. Call 800-544-0300 or visit vacasa.com.
episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. At AAA, we're more than roadside assistance. We also offer auto insurance. Auto insurance that you can customize to help fit your needs and your budget. So join millions who trust AAA in their times of need because they know at AAA, we don't just cover cars, we cover car owners. Learn more. Find a location near you at AAA.com slash branches. Insurance underwritten through member select insurance company or non-affiliated insurance companies. Subject to eligibility requirements, policy terms, and conditions. Live from a basement in Dubuque, Iowa. For I am Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. 30 minutes from the Field of Dreams and four hours from the closest professional sports team on the banks of the Mississippi River, it's the Friedman Fantasy Football Show with Matthew Friedman. It's Matt Friedman, the Oracle. Who's the Oracle? He's a fantasy football genius, okay? No wife, no job, just pure football knowledge. He just licked the hot dog. And now, your host, Matthew Friedman. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Friedman, Matt F. The Oracle. Welcome to my fantasy football show brought to you by Best TV and sponsored by the FTN Network, where you can get all the season-long and daily fantasy and sports betting content that you need, including my fantasy football write-ups and all of my NFL sides, totals, and player props. Use the highly original promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off of your FTN subscription. That is FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. Thanks for checking out the show. Subscribe to the Best TV channel on YouTube and please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. All right, Tom, producer Tom, Thomas Fiola, sidekick on the controls, connoisseur, pasta, titan, tomato sauce, bully Joel Junkie, long-suffering Jess fan. Tom, I believe that we are planning on giving away something starting now. I don't know if, if this is the episode in which we're doing it or not. I'm I'm not sure if you forgot to put it in the show sheet or if you just chose not to put it in the show sheet. Um, yeah, I forgot to put it in the show sheet. Yeah, I decided to use this opportunity to embarrass you. That's that's the way I like I mean, to do business. This is pre-recorded. We could just go back and do the intro over again. We could, I don't want that. I don't want have, that. <laughs> I, I want the messiness left inside the introduction. <laughs> Tom, what are we what are we giving away? We're giving away some sort of. Do you even know what we're giving away? I don't know. I, if I, I was I, yeah. I was unsure if we left it at a Waffle House gift card or a subscription to FTN. We are going to give away a subscription to FTN. I still have to clear this through people, but we're <laughs> exactly. going to give away. So we're hang give on away. a second. Hang on a second. You're <laughs> out here giving me crap for not putting it in the intro when it's not even cleared yet. I mean, it's cleared. It's cleared. It's cleared? I Is just it? have to formally clear it. Oh, that sounds like it's cleared. All right. Yeah. Okay. So what are the things that people have to do to be eligible to win this yet to be cleared yet definitely cleared FTN subscription. Well, the first thing that they have to do is listen to this entire episode because we're going to tell you at the end. Wow. Okay. That was highly professional. That also gives you time to write out what it is that you want to say. Good job, Tom. All right. In this episode, we are running through the notable entries of the weekend. We're also highlighting one key fantasy performance. I'd say at least one key fantasy performance from each game. All right, Tom, let's get into it. We're recording this before Sunday Night Football. 
What are the key injuries for week nine? Well, the good news is not many. A couple running backs had some bumps and bruises. Austin Eckler had a dislocated finger. He came back into the game. Zeke had a knee contusion. He returned to the game. Chase Edmonds had an ankle injury. He's really the only major headline. He did not come back, so we're waiting to see how bad that's going to be. And we will talk about what happened in his absence later on in the episode. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Eckler, Elliott, key guys that will want to keep an eye on Edmonds, uh, a key guy because of the guy behind him. And we will talk more about that later. So let's get into it. First game up on the board, the Browns, 41, the Bengals, 16. Mike White broke the Bengals. Since being declared the best team in the AFC North, they have lost to the Jets and gotten blown out by Cleveland here. Nick Chubb had a great day on only 14 carries, 137 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, entering this game, the Browns were number one in the league in rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, yards per carry, and expected points via the rushing offense. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's the case after this weekend. Their lead in those categories has probably been extended. Entering this game, Chubb, even though he does almost nothing in the receiving game, still had 627 yards in six games. Of course, the four rushing touchdowns on top of that. Now he has more touchdowns, more yards on the ground, and he actually did some things through the receiving game uh, this past week. So all of that was encouraging. Nick Chubb, I mean, obviously he's uh, a running back one anytime he's active. The real question is, well, I guess two real questions. One, is he a high-end RB1 based on the matchup? Uh, you know, Is he more of a lower-end RB1? And then the other question, how long will he continue to do this? Really, the way of rephrasing that is, when does Kareem Hunt come back? Because if Kareem Hunt is out for an extended period, this version of Nick Chubb is a league winning type of player. And we really don't have much info on that Kareem Hunt injury right now. Yeah. We're still just kind of waiting to find out when they're going to take him off IR. So for now, Chubb is going to be the guy there all by himself, which let's face it, he is certainly talented enough to be. Next game up, though, avert your eyes, Matt. The streak is over. The Cowboys have not covered. Not only that, what on earth happened? This team was getting Super Bowl talk. They go to the Broncos, who sold Von Miller this week, and Teddy Bridgewater annihilates them. The Broncos win 30-16 to in Jerry World. It was 30 to nothing at one point. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon both ran wild over the Cowboys. Really great stat lines from each. Williams, 17 carries for 111 yards. Gordon out-touched him with 21 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, this was painful uh, as a Cowboys fan and is also as someone who bet on the Cowboys. But I uh, I really don't know what to say in terms of a fantasy takeaway. It's always hard to know between Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon which of these guys to start if you start either one of them uh, because they're both getting similar action uh, in terms of carries, targets. They're both cannibalizing each other, and it means that to this point, neither one has really been much more than a flex option, an RB3 option. But coming up, they have matchups against the Eagles and the Chargers for their next two games. Both of those teams are top five in most fantasy points allowed to running backs. So for the next two games, both of these guys might be RB2s, uh, like pretty useful RB2s for the purposes of fantasy. So 
uh, it looks like things might be turning around for these guys. Next game up, the Texans lose to the Dolphins 17-9. to This is a football game that happened. Miles Gaskin, 20 carries for 34 yards. How do you do that? Taylor, in his return, chucks up three picks. Jacoby Brissett chucked up two. Um, Tua was a late scratch from the game with an injury. Philip Lindsay led the Texans with a whole 28 yards rushing. And Jalen Waddle read all receivers with 83 yards. What do you even pull from this game? Because no one played well and everyone should be ashamed. They set football back a good 20 years. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do what uh, just comes natural. I'm going to talk about Brandon Cooks. <laughs> he had he had 13 targets. Obviously, he didn't do much with those targets, but that is pretty strong usage. He continues to be used like the number one receiver within that offense. Entering this game, he had 70 targets in eight games. He was number one in the league with a 45% uh, share of his team's market. Uh, sorry, 45% market share of his team's air yards. And then he was number three with a 76.7% whopper, which is a, uh, a fancy metric that basically evaluates how efficient you are at turning uh, air yards into receiving yards. Um, the Dolphins, right, this was a, a pretty easy matchup that he wasn't able to take uh, advantage of, which is really unfortunate for everyone who started him in fantasy. But the 13 targets, that is something that is very nice to see. It indicates that Cook's is still the number one wide receiver on this offense. And by a pretty large margin, at some point, things are going to get better within this offense. And I expect Brandon Cooks to be able to take advantage of that when that happens. Feels a lot like waiting for Godot. I don't know if it's going to get better or not, but I hope it does for Brandon Cooks' sake and for fantasy owners' sake. Yes. Falcons. They actually get it done. They don't blow. Well, they did blow a lead, but they still won the game 27 to 25 over the Saints. Cordero Patterson, six catches for 126 yards. In terms of the fantasy performance that was the biggest, Olamide Zacchaeus with the three for 58 and two touchdown line. So he's he's got to get that man of the match. But Cordero, much more of a usage player. Yeah, I mean, I can't really talk about Zacchaeus. He had three targets, and sure, he leveraged those three targets to the best of his ability, but I mean, there's nothing predictive there. Uh, the story is Cordell Patterson going off once again in the receiving game. Um, he didn't do much as a runner, nine carries, just 10 yards, but the nine carries, that was equal to the team lead with Mike Davis, who also had nine and also didn't do much. I mean, really just a, a tough matchup in the running game. Uh, but I mean, Patterson continues to defy expectations, uh, especially in the receiving game. It's fantastic to see him continue to be used as the lead back on that team. The Raiders lost 16 to 23 in New York. They took on the Giants. Devontae Booker, 21 carries for 99 yards. The Giants didn't see a ton of the ball. They had a pick six that kind of skewed possession stats, but Booker gave fantasy owners one last ride before Saquon comes back after the bye. Yeah, I mean, Booker was fine. He's been uh, totally serviceable as a a fill-in for Saquon Barkley. He's the you know uh, reminder of the week that running backs don't matter. You know, just he was he was fine. Um, one other note on that, not so much on that game, but the news coming out: the Raiders are signing Deshaun Jackson. What what's your thoughts on his potential fantasy relevance? 
I like that. He feels like someone who should wear a Raiders uniform at some point in his career. So uh, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, they have they have the targets available. He basically slides right into that Henry Ruggs mold. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like he is better. Like he's the better Henry Ruggs. Like granted, he's old. He's going to pull a hamstring at some point. But he could play that role better than Henry Ruggs could. So I think that's actually kind of interesting. Well, I'm sure that we'll be talking about him on Tuesday on the waiver wire episode. The Panthers. Wow. Sam Darnold is bad. Uh, Patriots win 24 to six as Darnold goes and sees ghosts once again, not the best performance, but maybe the most important Ramondre Stevenson had 10 carries for 62 yards. He didn't out touch Damian Harris who had 15 carries, but Harris only had 30 yards, although he did get a touchdown. Is Stevens? I mean, it, the the Patriots' backfield to me always feels like uh, Bellatrix, and you can never really figure out what's going on with it. McCaffrey did return though, and he did have a hundred yards total. Yeah, CMC. I mean, he was fine. He looked he looked fine in his performance. Uh, you know, the one the one negative is always seeing him come back, and he's not getting the full workload, and you feel like maybe they're rushing him back. But he was totally fine with the work that they decided to give him. Uh, as far as Ramon J. Stevenson go, goes, um, it was I thought a really good performance from him. Uh, he was much more efficient running the ball than Damian Harris, and it wasn't just the running game. He had two targets for 44 yards receiving. Now, like he's not going to get you know 22 yards for every target, but the fact that he was used some in the receiving game, Damian Harris had only one target. Brandon Bolden had just two targets. Um, the fact that he was used in the receiving game is encouraging. And the fact that he was like efficient with his opportunities. I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, it's encouraging. He, I mean, he has a three down skill set. He's a better receiver than Harris and he's a better runner than Bolden. I doubt it happens this year, but I think you could see at some point in the future, probably next year, how he could become the lead back on the team. Remember how we talked about how the Dolphins-Texans game set football back 20 years? Yes. Well, the Bills and the Jaguars set it back about 80 years. Oh, my word. The Bills lose to Jacksonville, to Urban Meyer, the best team in the AFC, 6-9. to nine. I'm not even going to dignify this with a nice. This was so horrible. You know who our player of the game is? Josh Allen. With one interception, one sack, and one fumble recovery, did the Bills draft the wrong Josh Allen? <laughs> good, good pun, good pun. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to say about this game. I have, I have really have nothing good to say. Maybe except like Dan Arnold. I had the over on his player prop, so it's nice to see him get there. Uh, he continues to be used as a pretty functional tight end like so streaming option at worst but at this point if you just have him you kind of play him um i think he's sort of on that tight end one tight end two borderline and then jamal agnew i don't know he continues to be used as i mean like the number one receiver on this team which just feels wrong to say but i mean there's not much separating jamal agnew from lefisca chenault and marvin jones in terms of how these guys should be ranked moving forward and agnew always has a pretty good chance of getting to carry too, which gives him just a little bit of a higher floor, but really nothing all that great to say. It was also nice to see Stefan Diggs um, have eight targets, 85 yards receiving. It's not like that's like a breakout game or anything, but 
you know, he was efficient with the targets he had. That game was so bad. Yeah, much not better pretty. game, though. What? I just said, yeah, not pretty. Yeah. A much better game, though. The Vikings blow yet another game, this time to the Ravens. Justin Tucker just keeps kicking game-winning field goals this season, and it's always great to see from the greatest kicker of all time. Ravens win 34-31 in overtime, but oh my word, Lamar Jackson, 27 of 41 for 266 yards with three touchdowns through the air. Did throw two picks, but he also had 21 carries for 120 yards, setting the record for most 100-yard rushing games by a quarterback in NFL history. I mean, the another crazy day for the former and maybe soon-to-be two-time NFL MVP. Yeah, I mean, fantastic performance. Uh, obviously. I mean, even taking the interceptions into account, still a, a pretty big performance. And um, on the DFS show uh, that we recorded on Sunday morning, uh, we talked about this game, about Lamar Jackson. And specifically, I highlighted that within our uh, our DFS optimizer, Lamar Jackson and not Josh Allen had the highest ceiling projection on the slate. And it's because of that rushing ability. Uh, and the fact that it's not just the rushing ability, it's that he is now a better deep ball passer and all-around passer than he has been in previous seasons. And you saw all of that come to bear in this game. The ceiling that he has is just unreal because of, of the passing combination and the rushing floor that he has. So, you know, absolutely fantastic. It's hard to say at this point who the best quarterback in the league is. With I mean, it's probably still Patrick Mahomes, but with Mahomes seemingly regressing each week, um, Lamar Jackson, if he's not the best quarterback in the league, he he's certainly still in the discussion. I mean, we'll talk about Mahomes in a second, but first here, the Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. Devonta Smith had five receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown on six targets, and Hurts only passed the ball 17 times. They ran the ball the whole game, but Smith accounted for more than two-thirds of receiving yards for the Eagles. Yeah, only four players were targeted for the Eagles, which is, I mean, that is so thin of a target tree for a team to have. Uh, I mean, that, I mean that basically means no targets to the running backs, uh, and and that feels weird, given that you have three running backs that you're using uh, pretty heavily, and then you know, very little usage going to the other two wide receivers. This is basically just, I mean, number one wide receiver and your top tight end as the guys who are seeing the bulk, the super majority of the receiving workload, which is really weird. Just It's just Smith and Goddard. Um, looking at the, the running backs, Jordan Howard, 17 carries, 71 yards rushing and a touchdown. I mean, he looks like the lead back out of the Philadelphia runners. He's the one who is most built like a between the tackles grinding lead back. It's hard to know uh, if that's something that is sustainable. But, you know, for two straight weeks, we've seen him be a pretty important part of that offense. I think that's going forward. And then bringing it home, talking about that awful, awful game, the Packers seven the Chiefs 13. There were so many awful games this week. See Buffalo and Jacksonville because this was terrible. Mahomes 20 of 37 for 166 yards. That's it. That's all he threw for there. Darrell Williams rushed for 70 yards on 19 carries. Good for 3.7 yards per carry. 
the one bright spot, the Chiefs defense did hold Aaron Jones to 12 carries for 53 yards because they weren't afraid of the Jordan Love through the air at all. If Rodgers played in this game, oh, this would not have been pretty. There are a lot of problems for this Chiefs team, even at, even with the win. Yeah, uh, my my big takeaway is that Jordan Love is just so obviously not ready, like not even close to being ready. And it felt like a horrible draft pick at the time. And uh, I mean, it feels like it's even worse of a draft pick than it maybe seemed like. So, uh, I mean, one thing that is interesting, Devontae Adams, 14 targets. Like That's fantastic. That's fantastic usage. If you had told me, before the game started that Devontae Adams was going to have 14 targets, even though those targets were coming from Jordan Love, I would think that he had a pretty good chance of going over 100 yards. He had just 42 yards like that. It's just it's a sign of how bad this offense is without Aaron Rodgers. A friendly reminder, the Packers traded up into the first round to be able to take Jordan Love. Yeah, so. they, they went out of their way to create their own problems. Yeah. It, it's it's just incredible high degree high skill level rake stepping going on yes. with this team yes. can't get out of their own way yes all right I, matt by the way i i want to be sure that we don't uh forget to mention the cardinals 49ers game oh dear i did in fact skip over that one because i did not have it bolded here you are right the cardinals 31 the 49ers 17 no murray no hopkins no edmonds no problem James Conner, 21 carries for 96 yards, two touchdowns, five receptions, 77 yards receiving, and another touchdown. The Cardinals took apart the 49ers, and Conner was the man that did it. Yeah, this was this was fun to see. Uh, this reminded me of James Conner, the year he was, you know, like, quote-unquote, filling in for Le'Veon Bell as the surprise lead back with the Steelers. Uh, that's, that's what he looked like, you know, a guy who – just clearly dominates on the ground, not in an efficient way, but just like in a uh, like a grinding, will imposing kind of way. And then good enough uh, as a receiver, five targets, seventy-seven yards, and a touchdown through the air. We got to see. We just have to wait and see what happens with the Chase Edmonds uh, injury news. But if Edmonds misses significant time, James Conner is. I mean, it feels like he would be a potential league winner and someone who would uh, quite often be on that RB1, RB2 borderline and maybe higher if we really see him sustain the usage that he had this week. And then, you know, looking at the other guys that played in this game, you know, it's nice to see George Kittle back. He had the 100 yards receiving. Uh, Braden Ayuk, I don't, I don't know what to make of the performance he had. He had eight targets. 89 yards in the touchdown. I don't know if that's sustainable. One thing that I think is very positive to see was Elijah Mitchell's usage in the receiving game, five targets, five receptions. He had just eight carries, but um, it's still actually fairly dominant within the backfield because Garoppolo had one carry, Ayuk had one carry, and then Jamichael Hasty had one carry, and that's it. So in terms of the other running backs on that team, I mean, still a pretty significant edge uh, in the carry department. So Mitchell is still dominating the backfield. I think that's that's pretty encouraging to see. All right, Matt, that is going to do it for us here. Do you want to tell people where they can find all of your work first, or should we tell them how they can win an FTN subscription first? Let's tell them how they can win an FTN subscription. 
All right. Well, it's pretty simple. We have, of course, the two shows that we do here, the Friedman Fantasy Football Show you're listening to now and the Degenerate Sports Betting Show. To enter to win an FTN subscription, all you have to do is go to the podcast platform of your choice, however you're listening to us right now. Tag both Matt on Twitter at MattFTheOracle and myself at TV at Work with a screenshot of your five-star rating of the show. And we will announce the winner of the subscription at the end of the week. Okay. I'm going to make two changes to what Tom just said. One, tag Tom. Don't tag me. Tag TV at work. Don't tag me. Uh, The second, I don't know if we're going to announce the winner at the end of the week or some vaguer time in the future. I mean, we will announce the winner at some point. It might not be at the end of this week. We have to we have to figure out the timing on it. Okay. Is that fair, Tom? That 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 is fine. That is fair. Uh Stay stay tuned for updates and tag myself at TV at work with the screenshot of the five star rating of the show. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Matt, where can people find all the great work you're putting out each and every day? You can find all the work, whether it's great or not. You can find it at FTN Network. On Friday, I publish the Fantasy Football Breakdown. On Thursday, the Best Bets article. On Tuesday, my Fantasy Football Rankings, which I update on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, all throughout the week. In the FTN Bets Tracker, I'm putting in my NFL side totals and player props. And on Twitter, on YouTube, on your favorite podcast app, and on FTN, you can get daily episodes of the Freeman Fantasy Football Show and the Degenerate Sports Betting Show. And always use the highly original promo code Friedman for 20% off at FTN. All right, that is the show. You can find me and Tommy V on Twitter at Matt Effie Oracle and TV at work. Thanks for joining us and see you next episode. CSX Transportation is an industry leader on the move. The railroad company has immediate openings for freight train conductors in Atlanta and surrounding areas. Join the CSX team and start your paid on-the-job training today, earning nearly $25 per hour. If you're safety-focused with a passion for great service, you've got what it takes to move your career forward at CSX. Apply at CSX.com careers. That's CSX.com careers. CSX is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. No degree is required for conductor roles. Now that football season's here, it's time to put some serious thought into what you'll be ordering from Uber Eats. Whatever's on your game day menu this NFL season, Uber Eats has you covered. They'll deliver whatever you order quickly and just how you want it, so you can stay in the game. Tonight, I'll be eating Uber Eats, the official on-demand food delivery partner of the NFL. Uber Eats is bringing you game day deals all season. Order now. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.